This game is based on a true story. Now, granted, it's a true story stretched to its limit and peered, you know, peered out through a looking glass that distorts it quite a bit. But in this game, we will be following the lives of our ray cats, humanoid, buff felines sworn to do one thing, protect the rad zone at all costs. But the truth is as silly as it sounds. No, sorry, the truth is as silly as it sounds. This is actually a true philosophical project born out of the 1980s nuclear waste program. You see, nuclear waste is dangerous for thousands of years. And if someone, some had begun leaking through storage or nuclear winter or any other means, it would be bad for the people. And it's not easily detectable. So how do you A, come up with a way to detect the nuclear radiation in the first place that people will understand? And B, how do you leave that warning in a message that you can be sure someone will understand a thousand years in the future? Right? You can't just leave an MP3 file because they probably won't have MP3 players. They didn't have them in the 80s. They're not going to have them in 2180 probably, right? So how, how do you make that message persist? Well, two scientists said, it's very simple. We breed cats to react to nuclear radiation and we make them glow in bright colors. And then it, we make it a cultural norm that if your cat begins to glow, you have to move. So, in reality, it never moved beyond thought experiment because cats don't naturally glow to radiation, right? There are organisms that do, so they just wanted to infuse that into the cats. It never made it that far, as far as we know. I mean, nobody's sure what goes on at Area 51. It could be full of ray cats to this day, <laughs> right? We don't know. That would be cool. But in this game that we're playing... We are multiple generations into a post-1980s world where the nuclear wars did happen, humans were decimated, and all the animals have since mutated into the dominant species on the planet. All the while, the ray cats, specially bred to protect the radiation zone where the nuclear waste has been buried, still stand guard. Only now, with muscles, awesome clothes, and all your favorite 80s tropes. Ladies and gentlemen, come with us as we step into a 1980s Saturday morning cartoon, and I hope you're ready. Get your improv hats on. We are going for a ride down Willy Wonka's Tunnel of Death. What? <laughs> that's oh that's, that's what it feels like this. to me. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're going to spend the first maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. I don't know how long it's going to take explaining how the games works, making our characters. But uh, just to be clear, unlike 5th edition or Pathfinder, or even something as story narrative dice driven as Force and Destiny, things here are very much abstract and less rules heavy. So don't stress out over the hard choices. Just pick something that seems fun. Roll with it. Because honestly, having fun is the main goal of tonight. Because if you don't laugh, as the players, and you don't laugh as the audience at least once, I'll consider it a bust. So with that it'll being be said... Oh yeah, it'll be a catastrophe! God, <laughs> why didn't... 
Why didn't I I thought we were saving our stuff. Oh, you couldn't hold back. So let's dive right into the colorful world of Raycats. Raycats! Raycats! Raycats. So I'm going to change the screen over here real quick to the playing screen so we can get a view for what our play space looks like. So I've made this screen to help you guys sort of figure out choices you're going to make with your character. Now, I've, I've created a character and assigned you guys each your own character and token. I've made one for myself as well, which I'll now open for the stream to see. This is Sir Meowsley Third. He is uh, currently a personality. Uh, Your three choices are personality, role, and color. And of course, a name. So first things first, each one of you will choose one of these personalities that are on this list. I mean, Collins in chat, I assume you could probably pick any personality you want and it's not gonna make or break the game. But you know what, we're, we're testing the rules as written. Let's stick with these personalities. So my only hard imposed rule is I'm gonna say no doubling up on personalities or roles oh. or colors, right? So, so we can't be a bold, curious, mischievous, playful, sly, timid, cocky, and booking <laughs> cat. That? No, I don't think so, because that would give you too many advantages. Okay. You're always trying to break the system. Fair enough. Uh, Thought I'd so, ask, you know. So after you pick your personality type, which, you know, all it does game-wise is just tell us what your character's personality is. There's no, it doesn't tell me what does it mean if you're bold, right? We're going to figure that out together. But you will have a role, right? Everyone in this cat's team will have a role in the team and they do something special that the other ones don't do. So the roles here are brawler, mystic, investigator, historian, scout, and gearhead. This Your role actually informs what you're an expert at. And an expert is a game term that allows you to roll more dice when you attempt certain tasks. So... We don't know necessarily what a mystic is going to be an expert at, but in the moment, if you can convince me that you are an expert at it because of your mystic role, then we're going to roll with it. Sweet. And your character sheet will have spots where you can just fill it in. It's just a uh, blank form. Just type in whatever you want and get in there. And last of these choices is your color. So... We're not talking about your cat's normal color, right? You might have orange fur or black fur. You can have any color fur you want. What we're talking about is when you get near radiation as one of these genetically engineered ray cats, what color do you glow with nuclear radiation? And that color that you glow also informs your special power. Now, I haven't put what the special powers are here, so pick a color, and when it's time, you'll learn what your special power actually is. And the last four questions that you guys are going to need to think about while I'm doing some, some little bookkeeping is, you know, question one, what super cool clothing of your rad color do you wear? Maybe you guys all wear Speedos. I don't know. Number two, which of your fellow Ray Cats are you the most tight with? Number three, what are your job duties on the mobile command vehicle? So like any good 80s cartoon crew, you guys have a vehicle of some sort that you travel around in, whether it's a Ninja Turtles van or, you know, a pirate ship or 
a spaceship. I don't know, but you guys are going to tell me what your mobile command center is and what your job is going to be on that mobile command center. And lastly, when you use your limit break and tap into your rad energy, what is your catchphrase? What do you exclaim when you do that? So I'll give you guys a minute to think of that. In the meantime, I'm going to assign the tokens that you guys have chosen. So let's start with Nina. Which one of these 16 cats are calling to you? Um, I am gonna go with... <laughs> they all look so funny to me. They are funny. I picked fun <laughs> ones. Yeah. Paralysis. Oh, the wizard. The cat wizard. Cat wizard it is. Boom. Sweet. Boom, Nina's cat. Oh, and have you given yourself a name yet? Ah, uh, yes. What is your cat's name? My cat's name is Adele Grande. Del Grande. Very yeah, cool. Adele Grande, named after two great women. <laughs> Very nice. And you should be able to type that into the, the top form where it says Nina's cat. You can just fill the name for your cat and it'll carry over to your token. Either that or my Taco Bell order from last night. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so I can see based on your character sheet, you've chosen a, a timid historian and your rad color is yellow. Yes, that's me. I'd love to get into my character in a bit. We need to choose a number too, Steve. Yes, I will get to that in one second when I talk about how the mechanics of this works. Okay. Perfect, so that is Del Grande. Adele Grande, okay, I missed, I missed that. What, 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 uh, what clothing are you wearing, Adele? That's uh, yellow. Uh, that's yellow? I have a scarf that's pretty much like a Gryffindor scarf, so it's yellow and brown. Okay. But over Del that, since she's a huge fan of the 21st century, California specifically, She's wearing, oh no, not California, Hawaii. She's okay. wearing a Hawaiian shirt underneath, like, a tank top. Very nice, very nice. I like it. All right, let's move on to the next cat in our order. That is going to be Rick. All right. So, Hellenius Mawind is going to be an impulsive investigator. And his color is purple. And he walks around with a lab coat. Got his Thomas guide stuck in the left-hand side of it. It's one of those mini ones he flips over several times. Very nice. And I believe you mentioned picking the bottom left cat. Is that correct? Yep. That is correct. To match my beautiful background. Sweet. Oh yeah, it does match your background, doesn't it? And your your uh, I don't see your character sheet filled out. So do you have your personality role and color? I didn't fill it in until I said it. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and just fill that in so we have a reference for it. Um, but look how cool Founder is, right? As Rick types it in, it just instantly appears even on my side. It keeps it all in sync. That is awesome. 
And so your lab coat is purple, is that what you said? Yep. Very nice. Okay, I'm, I'm updating your names on the overlay. So bear with me for a second. Oh, your name's too big. It doesn't fit. You can just call me Hal. Hal. Thanks. That's perfect. There we go. Perfect. Okay. So let's move down the line to Mike. Okay. Well, I had timid, so somebody took that. I had no <laughs> two, so I will go with curious. And what is your cat's name? My cat's name is Gingerton. Okay. Gingerton. Gingerton. Get it? Ginger. I'm an orange cat. Okay. With your orange face on your camera. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so you are a curious gearhead and you glow orange with radiation. So what token do you think best represents Gingerton? Uh, the far right second one down. My orange little cat there. Okay. Yes, my I buff can see. muscles for my gearhead. Yes, I can see that one. That makes perfect sense. Okay, let's uh, just make sure that that is all set up. Gingerton. Boom. There we What's go. Your, Gingerton. Uh, personality going to be there, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Richard. Why don't you tell us about your cat, Richard? All right. I'm going to be playing a mischievous, because I had curious first. I'll play a mischievous mystic. Ooh, say that three times. And my color will be blue. And okay. he's wearing a kind of cut-off, ripped, um, button-up shirt that's unbuttoned. Cargo <laughs> shorts. Those, like, um, sports reflective glasses. And a bright, bright blue bow tie. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very fun. And his name is Perlin McMuffins. And which token best represents Perlin? I think I'm going to have to go with uh, top row right in the middle. Number three. All right. That's, uh, that's the same one I picked for my cat. I like it. And did we, I didn't, maybe I don't remember, for uh, Gingerton, what was your orange clothing that you were wearing? Oh, we didn't talk about it. Um, I guess if I go with my token, I'm going to say it's my orange Speedos. <laughs> it's my token. Okay. Nice, bright orange Speedos. Speedos. Just like a 1980s wrestler. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I am Arnold the Cat. All right. Match so the mixer. <laughs> Bet you Gingerton used to be a lifeguard. Hey, yep. Still is. Oh. So, I mean, actually, technically, you're all lifeguards. You're just guarding, guarding the rad zone. Totally. So, let's switch it up and go backwards down the list this time. So, we've answered our super cool clothing. But which of your ray cats are you most tight with? So, let's start with Perlin. Perlin. Which of your allies are you tightest with? I'm going to say... Gingerton. Okay. Is there a specific reason in mind? No, I just like messing with him. Perfect. <laughs> I hang out at the beach all the time. 
the beast is just one big litter box for you guys. Yeah. All right. Gingerton. Well, I'm going to say Perlin is my buddy because he is just, he's so cool, man. I look at him and I just want to be cool like him. <laughs> look at his glasses. Look at his clothes. Very nice. All right. How about Halinius Mowind? I mean, Adele. Grande. <laughs> she doesn't walk around with as much uh, lotion on, like suntan lotion, so that the litter box sand doesn't get stuck to her, so <laughs> it won't get on me. Uh, uh, oh, perfect. Uh, perfect. And last but not least, Adele Grande. Uh, Hal, of course, even though I don't speak much, I'm pretty much just behind him all the time, just following. I'm glad he doesn't mind that I don't wear as much suntan lotion because I'm definitely getting sunburned a lot. Okay. And now let's do our job duties on the mobile command center. So Adele, what is your job duty? I would be the one uh, who'll be in charge of um, like looking at resources especially um, carbon dating, if there's anything that isn't um, recent to our time right now, and it has to be looked up on, Google doesn't work anymore. So we actually have to use books again. I don't Google ever exists. I mean, you just, in canon, in our world, Google did still exist, even though, you know, nuclear Yeah, but the internet fell. It's a myth. The internet fell. Right? Right? I mean... It, the theory sounds amazing, although I've never seen any evidence of that sadly. I mean, of course it fell. How can you make a net that big going all over the world? Exactly, right? <laughs> These humans. You guys have implemented a series of tubes in this version of the internet. <laughs> yes, just don't clog the tubes. You don't want to clog them. No. <laughs> Hal Mowind, what is your job duty on the mobile command vehicle? The... Not only is he the translator from, uh, for the group, he is the navigator. And he has his catalog is this pocket-sized Thomas guide that he heard left. No, I meant right. <laughs> okay. Perfect. All right. Coming down the line to Gingerton. Gingerton, what's your job on the mobile command vehicle? My job is to keep it running. Keep the engine going and the wheels turning and... That's where we need to go. Makes sense as the gearhead. All right. Well, Perlin, can you tell us what your job in the mobile command center is? I mean, someone's got to do it, right, man? I'm the driver. I was going to say, if no one's the driver, then we got to figure that out. <laughs> Sometimes, though, you just got to let go of the wheel and see where the road takes you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I forgot to use my voice earlier. Okay, I'm going to use it later. You got your cat voice on? Like, how right. might say, like, we need to go here, but, you know. <laughs> do we really need to go there or do we need to go where the road's telling us to go you know oh man we're never gonna get anywhere tonight <laughs> 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 all right last question uh perlin what do you exclaim when you use your limit break so one thing about perlin when you know they're not on duty right he really likes cooking pastry right he loves pastries pastry dough that flaky crust, right? So, whenever he glows blue and is about to like, you know, go on that limit break, he yells out, "By the power of Crisco!" <laughs> oh, there he goes again. 
There we go. There we go. All right, awesome. Let's move on to Gingerton. All right, well, Gingerton, when he gets pushed to his limit, he yells out, Don't pussy out! <laughs> there we go, there we go. All right, keep it rolling, Hal. I think Hal would probably say, uh, he would probably say, let's get the right of it as he's trying to tell his direction. So we constantly turn right, but that's not the way he wants to go. <laughs> nice. All right, right again. <laughs> and Adele. As much of a nerd she is with history, her uh, catchphrase when she goes, when she reaches her limit break is, the time is meow. Oh, nice. not bad, not bad. Okay. That's not bad at all. Very nice, very nice. So we have a good look, at least a general idea about our characters and what they do and how it all comes together. I can close my eyes and actually imagine this as an animated series. <laughs> I mean, but, did you see Samurai Pizza Cats? That was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far off. This this is a possibility. So hey, we'll get our own cartoon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so at this point, I'm going to talk actual game mechanics because everything up to this point has been mostly just silliness. Um, the last thing you guys have to pick on your uh, character sheets is your number. Okay? So this game is dri driven by a very simple mechanic, right? It's a simple game, simple mechanic, and it's called the Ray Cats Roll. You're going to pick a number between two and five that represents how balanced your character is on one axis or another. If you're rolling with Ray, that means you're rolling with logic and you're rolling. Let me let me look at what just put the, the PDF real quick so I can make sure I get this right. If you're rolling with Ray, you're using science and reason. If that's what you are trying to do, you're going to want to roll under the number you've chosen. Mm. So in that case, if you want to be more logical, more reason based, you would have a higher number. So it's easier to roll under. If you're rolling with cats, that means you're rolling with intuition and passion. And in that case, you want to roll over your number. So if you're more of a passionate or an intuition-based cat, ray cat, you're going to want a lower number so it's easier to roll over. You can go the highest extreme you can go is 2 and 5. You can't pick 1 or 6 as your number. <laughs> Zero. When you make a roll, typically you're going to roll with one dice. If you roll, you know, if you succeed on whatever type of roll you're doing, then with one success, you know, it'll barely succeed, but it'll inflict some sort of complication on the situation. Um, if you are an expert in something based on your role or your, you know, your personality type or something to that effect, then you could get like a second dice when you roll. And then you could potentially get two successes and two successes means you do whatever you're doing well. Good job. Uh, and in some extreme cases, you might be able to roll extra dice, such as if you've prepared for a situation, something specifically that's going to happen, then you can prepare. And when you that situation happens, you get an extra dice to roll. So up to three, right? If you're prepared and an expert, you're getting three dice on the roll. If all three dice succeed, you get a critical success. You tell the GM how you show off and the GM tells you how it gives you an ongoing edge. But on the converse side, we have failures because not always will you succeed. So if 
for some sad reason you fail a roll, I will ask you as the player to tell me how what you're attempting to do goes wrong. And then as the evil jam I am, I will twist the knife and tell you how it gets worse. <laughs> and that'll it dictate the flow of the game. Whenever there's fun rolls, that's what we're going to do. And that's how it's going to come. There is the capability of rolling, um, helping someone. So in narratively, you might help someone try to do something, especially if you're like best friends with one of your people. I would probably say that you're probably an expert at helping your buddy, right? In that case, you tell me how you're helping your ally and you can make a roll. And if your roll succeeds, you can give them extra dice on their roll as well. But, you know, make sure it narratively fits and fits in the silly story we're telling and we'll we'll see how it goes. Now, the only, la the only last thing I haven't said, because this is kind of a fun mechanic, is the Ray Cats mechanic. So you have a, a specific number, right? If you roll your number, you score what's called Ray Cats. Ray Cats count as a success. So if your number is a four and you roll a four, it's a success. But in addition to you know whatever successes or failures you get on the roll... You also get to ask the GM any question as to what's going on in the situation, and the GM has to answer you honestly. And it gives some some good suggestions for rules or questions you might ask, such as how do they really feel? What happened here? What's the best way to get what I want? Who's responsible? You know, what's the best way in, et cetera, et cetera. But any question you can ask in the moment. You get like some kind of super insight just because you rolled Raycats and you're awesome. Raycats. Raycats. So are we awesome or possum? Possum. So that's how the game works. So there is a story that you're supposed to roll to come up with what the story is going to be. That's a GM thing to do. So I've rolled what our story is going to be for today's session. But I haven't like if you're sitting down, you just roll a couple of six sided dice and it says, Here's your story beat. Here's application. Here's what they're trying to do. Here's the setting. It's fun. It just so you don't have to prep anything. You just tell the story as you go. Me being the planning type of person that I am, I like to have the information ahead of time so I can get my brain going a little bit. So I cheated and rolled ahead of time, but that's that's fine. Um, but there is one last thing that we need to do as players here, and that is to figure out some more information about our mobile command vehicle. So, yes, I have a sheet here that talks about, you know, uh, your vehicle will have two strengths and one problem or weakness. So what I would like to see from you guys is give me, I need three of you to roll a D6. The first three D6s I see will dictate what your vehicle strengths are and your vehicle weaknesses. So Ooh, I got a five and a six for strengths. And now I need the weakness. A one. All right. That's so perfect. what are our vehicle strengths? On a five, you guys, your vehicle is a, has a well-stocked arsenal of small arms. Wow. So you guys are packed with weaponry. So any sort of weaponry you might need in this adventure... There's probably a spot for it there on the vehicle somewhere. You talking about Gingerton? <laughs> <laughs> He's got anything in that speedo. He can pull anything he wants out of it. 
And for six, well, we're going with the theme here. You got heavy armor plating. So you guys, despite being this fun-loving group of cats, have made this death machine with heavy armor plating and a freaking <laughs> arsenal <it>. inside. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... How that's... we get in put in charge of this is beyond me? <laughs> yep. And now here's the drawback of your vehicle. On a one, your vehicle has extremely high energy consumption. Probably because you're weighing it down with all this armor and weaponry. <laughs> this isn't great for the environment. No, it's, it is not great <laughs> not, for the environment. No. And so you guys are constantly like basically running. I mean, we don't know how the complication is going to come up in the story, but I imagine you guys will probably run out of gas in the most inopportune times and be oh, forced boy. to figure out how to fill your gas tank. Because, yeah, your energy consumption goes through the roof. So that's that's our vehicle. Now, I want to take just a moment to talk about our vehicle. So we've, we've referenced it in a sort of abstract way. And we know that you guys have jobs on the vehicle. But what we haven't talked about is the specifics as to what your vehicle is. So, guys, what sort of vehicle do you imagine we're talking about when we're talking about a mobile command center? Knowing that it has an arsenal, heavy plating, and high energy consumption. You know, Perlin, uh, somebody uh, said when we got into this job that uh, we were going to get to borrow borrow Michael's car. Is, is that true? You know, uh, his car, the black one, calls it Kit. I don't know. I don't think we could fit all of those guns in there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure you can't drive that during the day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why they're always rider. at night. Yeah. Gotcha. So, any other ideas for vehicles? Well, you know, I've heard this. You know, there's this saying that humans used to have is that, you know, another cat's trash is another cat's treasure, right? Um, and we, we took that a little bit literally, and we're, we drive a converted trash truck. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll go for that. that. Makes like yes. a lot of sense. Fit yeah. the image of what we've come up with, right? Heavy armor plating, yeah. plenty of room, terrible gas consumption. Yep. All right. Well. There's spikes on the wheels just to get into <laughs> the theme of it. So what I'm going to say is this battlefield here, this open, empty canvas, is your guys' love letter as a group, collaboratively, I'm going to give you guys 60 seconds to Wait, draw a trash truck with any of the sort of awesome features you'd like to see in it. How do you draw? Uh, there's a pencil on the left. Do you see the pencil? No pencil. Oh, you guys don't have access to it? Doesn't Man, we might have to scrap this then. But... but... Yeah, just put a trash truck in there, man. We know. Though you actually got a good trash truck going there, Hal. That was uh, Perlin. Oh, Maybe. Perlin. That's right. It's blue. Good, good call. Let's use the 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 template drawing tools to make our trash truck. And talk me through it, guys. What sort of features are in this vehicle? How do you move the circle? <laughs> uh, uh, I think you can click and drag the. Oh, okay. The explosion. Oh. Yeah, 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 I see it. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. 
we're working through the tools. We're making an awesome trash truck. Our headlights. Oh, lost all my notes. <laughs> Looking at the character sheets, the only, the only, I see two casts that have chosen a number four. Ooh, I, 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 I see Adele and Hal still have zeros on their sheet. I don't know, Link. I two. think that's what you're supposed to do, which is may force your players to reload mid-session, of course. Especially when you're streaming. You know what, guys? I am absolutely impressed with this vehicle you guys are putting together. <laughs> Look at this. I can I can see it. It's got armor-plated wheels and a satellite dish on top or turrets. <laughs> I am satellite dish. I am in. We're so creative. Impressed. We're so proud of us. <laughs> I am 100% impressed after seeing after seeing the lack of the, the the actual drawing tools and not getting access to the pencil tool. You guys have done amazing. That's awesome. Probably actually better than if we had the pencil <laughs> tool. Imagine if we had one. Awesome. I think you're right. But we don't have windows. We don't need windows. <laughs> we don't need windows where we're going. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Perlin's like, I just drive on feel, man. Like, <laughs> exactly. Put your head out the window every once in a while. All right, all right. I think our vehicles come along nicely, and I think we're probably ready to jump into this week's episode, the pilot episode of Raycats. And Raycats! Maybe, maybe Raycats. the networks are going to pick us up. So, here's Sorry, where, <laughs> here's where <laughs> our story begins. That was good. Yeah, I'm just going to take one last look at this awesome vehicle. The tires, the armor plating. What are the circles on the front? Headlights. Headlights. Okay, you got a very bright headlight that might come into play. There, there's like those truck lights on the top. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the purple rectangle near the headlights? That's the window. That's the window. That's the window so you can see out. Okay. <laughs> Our window is by the engine. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the camera fades in in a bright, colorful you know, California desert, beautiful day, nice orange skies. The smog is not very thick. You can actually see a bit of that sun coming through on your furs. I imagine Gingerton's outside sunbathing, slathered up in, in oil like usual. Um, you know, the, the camera pans over and we can see that we're just outside of a town called Beatty, Nevada. And the little, like, sign has, like, the little, you know, sign placard in, like, a little archway. And it says, the gateway to Death Valley. And, you know, as the camera kind of pans from that, off away from the town, we see set in the hills, foothills not too far away, a mountain fortress, if you will. And our camera zooms close to it. And we push into this mountain fortress, and on the outside, you see in bright, colorful rainbow letters, Raycats HQ. You know, no subtlety here. You guys are just putting it all out there. So, as we push in, I would like for you guys to tell me what your character would be doing in their leisure time here at Raycats HQ. Because keep in mind, you guys are guardians of the Rad Zone. Your job is to protect the nearby rad zone from any intrusion. But in the hundreds of years 
that you guys have been doing this in the multiple generation, not your generation, but all the generations that came before you, there's never once been anybody that's gone into the red zone. So 99% of your time is spent goofing around and having fun, and 1% is training for if something happens. But after many generations, I can imagine it starts to get a little slacky around here. So let's start with how. How? What is Hal Mowind doing here in HQ? Hal would probably be walking around and checking the books, making sure all they're in order. And like, you know, you every time he opens up a map, he turns it and is this north? Is this east? And then he would fold it back up and then um, just go inspect the vehicle and then come back and, and say to Adele, I know, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, you don't uh, like to talk very much, but, uh, you know, I hear you singing from time to time. You should, you know, it helps me concentrate. You should sing more often. It sounds great. I think you're kidding. I'm not no. really. No. Not kidding. No, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. No. Okay. Well, I got to get back to uh, calibrating this, uh, Did you need any this help? satellite dish. Do you need any um, help? You want to hold the catalyte dish, and we can just like aim it the right place. Like this. Yep. All right. Just hum a little bit. Okay, mm. If you can hum, it'll help me. Uh, like, okay, here we go. A little to the left. Okay. A little to the right. That's where we started. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but what are you doing, Eddie? Is this for the mission? No, I just want to make sure it's ready when, you know, when, when we're ready to go. Um, right, great. That's all. I can't be too prepared. Um, oh, uh, I'll, I'll be right back. And he just what do you want on. me to do with the catalyte <laughs> dish? Uh. So how Lee's Adele here holding the catalyte dish. And uh, what is it you do? Or what is it? Can we see what Adele was doing before you were, you know, interrupted? I was uh <laughs> I was sifting through a bin of old iPods, so the iPod nanos and the the iPhones that were left to dust over the years and not recycled properly or electronically trashed properly. Um Yeah, since I'm a cat, it's this big. And then I would every once in a while I would try and actually like ask either because it's it's mystifying to Adele. Adele would would have probably went to Perlin and asked, Perlin, I don't know. Yeah. Do, 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 do you know what this is? It's a silver <sighs> box. I've read is it's in a magazine that before they used to to communicate with it. Isn't that? It's unbelievable. I think it was more like metaphorically, right? Like you communicate with your inner self. See, like you look at it and you see yourself and you talk with yourself. But that goes against everything that I found in the literature. It says that they used it. It's called an iPhone. They right there, these... right? iPhone. Who are you phoning? I. Yourself. Why would I have to phone myself, though, if I want to talk to you? What? You, 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 
can't tell me why you need to talk with yourself. That's a question you gotta ask I, right? But that's... I could see good some talk, of the sense. Good talk. Uh, right. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> 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 Very nice. <laughs> Poor Adele ever just walks away from her. <laughs> so everyone just walked away from Adele, leaving Adele holding the. the and then I that's when I go to Hal. Yeah, but the camera follows Perlin back as as he goes on his way. So let's follow Perlin. What is Perlin doing or doing around here? Goes to the kitchens, starts just grabbing all sorts of ingredients. And starts baking pastries. Just not cleaning up at all after himself. Just making a huge mess. Um, you see him kind of look around for a moment. And he pulls a little bag out. And some of the pastries. He adds some of that ingredient into that pastries. And then when they're done. He stuffs his cargo shorts with the pastries. Okay. So we see Perlin and then cooking. His special ingredients. Okay. After that, when he's done, leaving the mess in the kitchen, he gets a big smile on his face, grabs the tub of Crisco, and goes to find <laughs> Gingerton's tools. <laughs> <laughs> so and I'm going to put a, a layer of Crisco all over Gingerton's hand tools. Awesome. So we <laughs> see Perlin sort of like giving a nice Crisco lather to Gingerton's tools, and the camera pans away from that. And we see it looking for Gingerton here in the HQ. So what would Gingerton be doing at this moment that his tools are getting Crisco'd? <laughs> He's, Gingerton is constantly reading books. He's looking at our trash truck and trying to find ways to better it. Um, you know, just constantly looking at how he can make this thing better. Better armored, you know, making it so it, you know, better energy. So that's what he'd be doing, as well as, you know, he's pretty curious. So he uh, he walks over to uh, Perlin. Hey, hey, Perlin. Uh, what's up, Gingy? Dude, something, I don't know what's going on, man, but every time I um, go to use my tools, like, uh, I can't hold them. Everything keeps slipping out. Uh, what? The human got your hands, paws, bro? I if you even got your paws, you gotta hold on to those, man. I know, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. Hey, you got any of those muffins? You gotta teach me how to cook those sometime, man. All right, bro. I put half as much nip in these as last time because you were too far gone, bro. So I would say, like, eat half of this and then see okay. how you feel, okay? Okay, okay. All right. Cool, man. But um, yeah, I really want uh, and, and, really and want you to teach me how to, how to make Don't use the power them. tools after you when you're nipping, bro. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. Good talk. Thanks, man. So we see like Perlin like hiding the Crisco bottle behind his back the whole conversation, right? So he doesn't know the tools are being Crisco. Um, and it's right around this point, and actually for the um. Uh, we had a redemption in chat for stretch and it was specifically requested that we do big kitty cat stretches. So the whole cast, let's give kitty cat stretches like, you know, arched back, tongue out. You know how cats do it. Like, Aah. yeah, you know how the cat yeah. does <laughs> um, And uh, in this moment, you guys are all interrupted by a blaring noise, like a buzzer going, and you see 
these lights that no one has ever noticed existed before this moment. And it's a flashing red. It's not even like a flashing light. It's one of those like red siren lights that spin. And there's like a large flashing uh, sign next to it that's like made out of like letters with individual light bulbs. So it's like 30 light bulbs to spell this out. And it says, Rad Zone in Danger. And we see Perlin and Gingerton look at each other kind of confused. What's going on? Is it, uh, what did you put? Oh, man. did I, I only ate half this muffin, but I'm seeing lights over there. What's going on? I didn't even eat any yet, man. Are you seeing it too? <laughs> Is it real? I think so. It, did that say Rad Zone in danger? But it says. We cut back to like Adele and Hal on the other side, possibly being more like on the ball. But what are you guys doing? You see this light flashing Rad Zone in danger. How do you guys respond? Do we do something? Um, you know what? Uh... Let me let me let me consult my catalog. Let me put this out. I don't is know. Is there what anyone? To do, but uh, uh, is that I mean, what? Is that baking dough on the kitchen counter? I'm gonna go look at that. Wait, hang on. I think it it says danger. It says the red sun's in danger. Now, if there's one person who might know what's going on around here, because you guys have never seen action in all of your years, it might be. A figure we haven't seen this episode yet, which is your guys's master, because you do have an older, grizzled veteran master that kind of taught you the ways. And in this case, your master is Amulia Earhart, an older, grizzled sort of cat leader, and she has a room where she never wants to be bothered at the top of HQ. Uh, well, maybe we should go ask uh, uh, Amelia. No, like, she's so scary. She's not a staff of scary. You should you should sing to her. You sing pretty good. We should go uh, check that out. But I, I I think I need to. What is this stuff on the? I like? be careful. You know. You know. Is there? You know, Perlin, you know, Perlin always does some weird. Don't you get dizzy whenever you eat his like muffins or the the cookies? By the Is way, I ran I ran out of baking sheets, uh, baking paper, so I've used some of the maps. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's fucking awesome. And I think, yeah, I think Gingerton and Perlin, will, you guys are all in the kitchen now at the same time. Oh, Hal, Grandi, what's up? The, the thing is running. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Did you guys, yeah, did you guys see that <laughs> out there, guys? Hal had a brilliant idea to maybe bring it up to um, um, Amelia. Ah, uh, you know, she can get a little catty. I mean, uh, she's very scary. <laughs> but maybe we should. It could It could be that it, the rats are really is in danger. No, Did you put man. anything in this? This baking stuff there, Perlin? Only love, brother. Only love. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty fine right now. But, um, what was I doing? Wait, which did, did you did you eat the tray that was from North Dakota, or did you eat the Oregon ones? Um, well, there was nothing in North Dakota. 
So definitely the organ. How, how many paws am I holding fine. up? You'll be fine. Two paws. No. Yes. <laughs> two paws. I think we should go. Let's uh, let's go see. She, let's go see what she has to say. All maybe. right, let's no. let's go, guys. Ginger, come do on. you want to cover yourself up maybe a little bit? What's wrong? <laughs> you looks fabulous. Just the speedo. I know, but remember the last time that Amelia no. saw her saw him like this. She, I don't know if she was attracted or she was distracted or something. It really affected her. Oh well. I would, but I don't know what's going on, man. Everything's slippery. Anything I touch, something it's I, I just can't hold it. So uh, it's because he wears all that uh, that lotion. Oh, that's you know what true. it is. Uh, all, right, all right. Well, uh, good talk. I, good talk. I, I put on a uh, I put on a an apron. Is, is this okay? Yes. You like the that's, apron? That's better than just the speedo. Okay. Can you I feel tie like it? You put it on Can the you... wrong way, though. <laughs> yeah, I tie it in the front. <laughs> Let's go. So you make the trek up the long staircase to Amelia's room. Uh, and I think there's a moment where everyone stops and looks at each other, and no one wants to be the person who knocks, right? I mean, who, who's going to be the brave one? I mean, I feel like Perlin kind of, like, gets in trouble a lot, so he has a kind of, like, laissez-faire attitude with it. Like, you know, okay. someone who's always at the principal's office kind of, like, has that personal relationship with them. Yeah. Gingerton pushes them yeah. up. I'm pushing on him, like, go do I'll knock the door and be like, oh, my heart. My heart. I'm here. <laughs> oh, come in, come in. I've been calling you guys for like 15 minutes. What's going on? And you, as you uh, open the door, there's this loud, like, I don't know, like alarm going. We can't really hear that well. Yeah. Inside the room, <laughs> you can see that Amelia has like a console with like an alert button. And she's sitting here like hammering on the button, like emergency come now, like bright red letters on the console. And she's like, we trained on this for like three years. Oh, were you the one that was pushing the button? We didn't know what, where that was coming from. I like, knew it was part of the fire drill. Buries her paw in oh. her face in disgust. See, it was just, it was just boss lady. It, it, There's a, no oh, danger. It's a drill. Oh, we're doing a drill again. Oh, we haven't done a you drill idiots. like in about two years. You oh, take a look at this, and she pushes over like a bright neon pink flyer of some sort to your hand, Perlin. And she, she, Are we you know, to she a party. <laughs> basically, because what she says is like, we received this in the mail. It's a flyer from the Atomic Brotherhood with a big rally in town this afternoon. Ooh. Live concert, free T-shirts, and uh, look at the promise at the very bottom. And the camera zooms in through Perlin's eyes, and it's like an asterisk and big bold letters at the bottom. It's like uh, a promise that today will be the end of the world with a smiley face. Oh, man, those Atomic Brothers are such downers, man. Dude, I think you should give them some of your muffins. If you give some of your muffins, man, maybe they'll be, uh, they'll be cool. The muffins, oh, oh <clears throat> I forgot. Sorry, dude. Just say. Uh, oh, they're having a party. There's free t-shirts. You should no. get one. 
you idiots, the last part's the important thing. The end of the world, the Atomic Brotherhood. The, you know, our arch enemies, the thing we've been training to fight every day for the last 15 years. Let me see that uh, blank marks on everyone's faces. Uh, yeah, shoot sure. flyer. Open flyer and turn it back around. What's so big about an asterisk? No, it's it's not the asterisk. It's it's what the asterisk. Oh. Listen, this could absolutely be a catastrophe in the making. We have to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. I need you guys to head into town and just keep an eye on things and figure out what they're up to. Can we borrow your Ferrari? Is 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 the Ferrari code for that monstrous vehicle? No, you can't drive my Ferrari. Drive your own vehicle. Okay. Does that mean we we are, we are getting T-shirts? Because I kind of want a T-shirt. Uh, her eyes are drifting over to Gingerton's, like flexing pec muscles, glowing with crystal. <laughs> Do you like no, my no, no, no. T-shirts are not um, necessary. Do you like my, do you like my apron? <laughs> I do, I do. And then she, you see her for a second. She like stops and she goes. <laughs> and like throws up a hairball right in the middle, like right at your feet, Perlin. Someone clipped that. <laughs> and then goes right back to like to talking like she's like, like goes like she was distracted. She forgot what she was saying to you guys. as she starts like looking at like pretty pictures of like space uh, ships and stuff on her walls. And she, like, kind of looks and then turns and looks at you guys and gets kind of confused and says, Well, what are you lot still doing here? I Did I sit on the button again? No, you were going to give us the Ferrari. I was? Yes. Oh. Okay, here. And hands oh. over, like, uh, Ferrari keys. And then I'd look back to how with, like, a huge... It's a Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I don't think we can all fit in that there, uh, Perlin. Maybe we should like park this in the back of the truck, just in case we need to get a quick getaway. Keep the keys for later. Keep the keys for later. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, because we go to a party. If we go to a party, we'd have to investigate what's going on in the party, right? Maybe we can investigate some, you know. Yeah, we could, we could park the Ferrari in the in, in the back of the Beast, right? You can probably. I, I I'll give you. I'll help you. I'll help guide you. Like you know those. Should we be quiet when we look into the party? Oh, then no one will notice us. You can't. If Amelia can't. has like sat on the ground and put her leg up and is just like licking her butthole now. Wouldn't this be considered one of the espionage missions that we've always been training about? Oh, I thought we were going to a party. Either party. way, I'm good. Right, you might go. fit in. Yeah, in so the what party. do you guys want to do? Well, I think we're going to go to a party, man. Let's go. As you guys are all, like, leaving, right, the last thing Amelia says as she, like, stops licking her butthole for one second just to yell after you, which is, Remember, never go into the rad zone! Go into the... Okay? And the door closes. She really needs to take more of her medications. Uh, I, I think that... Uh, I think... Roland, I, I think she got into the... Muffins, dude. There's no way. Uh, Can't leave those laying around there. I changed right. my silk scarf, uh, my my usually wool scarf to a silk scarf. Oh, looks nice. This party. Oh, thank All right, you, man. Ginger. I think uh, I think she said let's go. She said to go in the red zone. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should uh, really look at the party, party first. first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's let's go to the party. 
it's up to you guys. You tell me what you do. But at this point, I want to stop and ask you guys a very serious question. It's not serious at all, actually. Uh, <laughs> you just have learned that this flyer is from the Atomic Brotherhood, which is apparently your guys' arch nemesis group that you guys have been training to fight. I want each of you to tell me one fact about the Atomic Brotherhood that you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is true. Let's start with Adele. You know that they take baths every day. It's disgusting. That is pretty disgusting. They couldn't even clean themselves. They have to do other things for it. <laughs> like a shower. You know that you could just lick yourself and you're fine. Okay. Gingerton, what is it that you know about the Atomic Brotherhood? Uh, I know that uh, when they take baths, they... Uh... Instead of cleaning themselves, they lick each other's buttholes. Okay. <laughs> okay, Gingerton. Let's keep that momentum swinging right to Perlin. Perlin, what do you know about the Atomic Brotherhood? Do we need to know anything else? <laughs> well, I don't think I want to go to this party anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be licking buttholes either. Uh, <laughs> they all dye their fur this terrible bright orange. Yeah, disgusting. Okay. Hey, man, what's wrong with orange? No, no, no I like your orange, Jerton. Yours is like this nice, like, natural, like, you know, like, deep orange, like a sunset. Okay. Right? Theirs is like bright orange, like a really bad fake tan. Oh, I got you. Got it. All right, and Hal, what do you know about the Atomic Brotherhood? Because you're the voice of reason here, right? Oh, okay. Woo! <laughs> After that description, they have to be orangutans. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Perfect! They are orangutans. Orange orangutans. Nice. <laughs> So they like are each other's they are orangutans they who take baths every day, and why they bathe, they lick each other's buttholes. They dye their fur a bright orange, and in my mind, that means these baths are maybe like a orange dye bath that they use to keep their fur orange, right? Mm -hmm. Why they lick each other's buttholes, and then they're orangutans. They're not cats. They're not any other type of animal, but they are orangutans, which would be pretty dangerous in a post-human world. They're pretty alpha Those creatures. Thumbs, man. Right? Yeah, they got thumbs. That's going to be the trick, right? <laughs> awesome. So now these Atomic Brotherhood orangutans are throwing a bath orgy party in the town of Beatty, Nevada, the gateway to Death Valley. But I, I turn it over to you. Where does where's, where's our next scene go to? I mean, I imagine there's like a, a thing where you all run to the garage. You're eyeing the, fer the, the Ferrari wistfully. Does the Ferrari fit in the back of the beast? <laughs> uh, now, not gracefully, but I think we could try to secure the Ferrari to the beast. We can tow uh, it. Ginger can figure something out. Yeah, we can. I, uh, I can put it on a tow hitch, and we can tow it, get close, and then we can drive in, so we look really cool when we drive into the party. Couldn't you just put it in the basket? Yeah. You know, 
where the trash goes. You just put it in the basket so it's like ready to go. Yeah, that's true. You can lift it with the forks and just kind of. You know, what? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this being the first roll of the campaign. Is how do we get this Ferrari mounted to this thing? So I guess you guys can tell me who's doing it. Is anyone helping? And what is the plan? Oh, I'll be definitely helping, giving directions. <laughs> okay. I feel like uh, Gingerton will be doing the mechanics on this, and uh, I'll help by decriscoing his tools. Because I, I, I know, I know a, the way to get Crisco off things. I'm pretty much just licking the Crisco. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's start with that roll, Perlin. You are going to roll. This is interesting. It's it's a help action. Is this more of a logical or a feeling thing? I'm gonna say roll, Ray. But since you're mischievous and you do this a lot, I'll let you roll as an expert. Okay. So this will be the first roll. Yeah. Like I said, I know how to get Crisco off things. <laughs> you do it all the time, yeah. Okay. You rolled two threes. And what is your number? Two. Two. <laughs> so you are not a very Ray-worthy cat, right? So you fail. So tell me how it goes wrong, Perlin. You're trying to get Crisco off the tools. <laughs> it does not work. But what happens? Well, it's somewhat weird. Like... I'm, lick, I'm trying to lick the Crisco off, right? But it's just kind of like spreading it more on the tools, and now it's mixed <laughs> with my saliva. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's just it's just not working at all. I'm like... Because I'm used to doing this off of, like, kitchen spoons and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I can get, like, you know, the whole... I got to, like, lick the whole... Like, the, the power tool. Or like, the, the... You know, the not the power tools, but, like... I'm not the, able to the do it the same way as a kitchen spoon. So here's how it goes worse. In the process of trying to de-clean, de-Crisco these tools, you place <laughs> your giant bottle of Crisco in the vehicle that you were trying to keep hidden from Gingerton, because you knew you might need it later, so you had to keep it somewhere in the safe. But you, your tail hits the Crisco bottle, which tips it over, and it covers your entire arsenal inside the vehicle so now your entire arsenal is also covered in this Crisco that is slathered everywhere. And there's just this like loud bang, bang and the rolling of the Crisco, like the little aluminum can. And you look around and you just realize you've completely made everything slippery inside the vehicle. All right, we're good to go. Uh, put the tools <laughs> down and just walk up to the front. <clears throat> what, what was that noise, uh, Perlin? So, Hal, you can make the... Part of the alarm. You can make oh. the second roll, which is you are also going to be rolling with cats. Sorry, uh, with Ray. And I think you're an expert in this because you are... You, you, you know, you are a investigator. Would you be an expert in this? I mean, you talk about how you have plans and... and Dads, if you think you are an expert in this, you roll with expert. Definitely not. You're muted, but hey, I is the cat got your, does the cat got your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not passionate about, or you know, passionate about it. More, uh, more Ray, I would imagine. Yep. And I think at this point, I'd be kind of directing Perlin to pull the forks up and get next to it, so so uh, Ginger can attach it. Perfect. Give me that ray roll. <laughs> well, you rolled 
five and a four. What is your number, by the way? Three. Three. Okay. Well, it goes wrong. So you draw up the oh. the worst plans. Or okay, you tell me how your plans go wrong with your planning. Okay, so I would. Uh, I okay. Oh, um, Perlin, lower the, the forks about halfway from the top to the bottom, and. Um, and then just come in at this a little bit of a 45 degree angle at about 15 miles an hour, and you'll be able to just hook it right in the windows and just pick it up that way. And what? Per Perlin goes. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll tell you how it gets worse is that nobody thought to roll the windows down. Yeah. And so as the forklift goes through, shatter, right? Right through the sides of this vintage classic car, all the windows shatter, and the entire inside is now covered in like shards of glass. Be good. No. Um. Oh. So so far, no one's helped. Uh, Adele and Gingerton, do you guys want to try to help get this vehicle on the car, or how? Who's gonna like? Right now, we're just trying to help one person make the roll. So is is Adele or Gingerton gonna be doing the actual roll? I guess. No, they said that Gingerton Ginger would, would be. be. Right I figured Gingerton were. So Adele, yep. do you want to help in some way? There's no way for me to help. I would no. Okay, Gingerton. Uh, you are gonna give me, I would call you an expert in this, but you're gonna give me an expert Ray roll as well to just finalize everything and make sure that you get the, you got the Ferrari loaded, it's broken, the inside of your vehicle's covered in Crisco, you're gonna now secure it, give me that roll. That's my number. Isn't that a four for four? How's that a Ray Nuts! So a four is your Raycats number. So do 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 Raycats first time. Raycats. So that counts as a success. It is you know a single success. So I will say that you succeed in getting it mounted. But given all of the previous failures and issues you had, I will say that this sort of complication is that this thing is hanging on by like the barest of bears. And any sort of like heavy jolt on this vehicle is going to dislodge this Ferrari. But you get to ask me any question you want, Gingerton, about the current situation, and I will tell you honestly what you. Can it be like about the party and that stuff, or just what's going on right here now? Uh, How does the Atomic Brothers buttholes taste? I'll let you <laughs> choose any question you want. Uh, what's the best way to get into this party without? being noticed okay given your thoughts back you have a moment of clarity where you think back about beady nevada and the sort of locals and all of the animals and you know ray cats are not seen as very like welcome there and every time you guys come around in your heavy vehicle you get a lot of like eye rolls and like oh here comes those guys you know uh you're pretty sure that the best way to get in without notice would be to disguise your vehicle as part of the Atomic Brotherhood. So instead of having your bright Ray Cats head HQ and your your team logo and all of that going on, just a little bit of, you know, subterfuge here would go a long way in getting in without anybody raising any eyebrows. All right. Hey guys, uh, so we got the Ferrari. It's, you know, the forks are through the window, so, you know, Perfect. it's on. Just be very careful driving there. Uh, 
Perlin. So, uh, hey, let's uh, let's get some stuff and let's make our truck look to fit like the Atomic Brothers. So when we drive up there, they'll just think, hey, we're part of the crew. You know how they don't maybe, like us. Maybe we can uh, mix your suntan with Perlin's Crisco and then like slather it all over the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how they do it, right? Maybe yeah, we can course. even put like a butthole on the side of the our truck. Okay, I think that's like a secret drawing. that they do, though. <laughs> Let me get you a ladder. <laughs> If I can climb up the ladder, I slip on the Crisco. Dude, I can't even climb ladders anymore. What's going on? It's okay. You land on your feet. <laughs> so we smash cut from here with this plan. And in the next scene, we're in the middle of the desert rolling. Tell me in the broadest of terms how you guys have succeeded at making your vehicle look like the Atomic Brotherhood vehicle. Adele would have done her best to copy the logo that's on the flyer. Sure, that's pretty smart. By herself. It's still yeah. a giant armored arsenal carrying trash truck, but you guys are able to. But it's at least... theirs. Yes, that's the thing. You try to make it look it's like the Atomic Brothers. Their trash truck. Exactly. And with the at... Ferrari on the front with forks in it, man. That's come on. That's good. On the other like side, Perlin is trying to also make the logo. But he's like trying to make like his own like abstract version <laughs> with like the orange Crisco lotion. <laughs> Doesn't look nice. anything like it. <laughs> and and as the vehicle is is kind of plowing its way towards town, rumbling along, um, we get a shot of the town. And there's there's a park in the middle of this town. It's kind of become this town square of sorts, and we can see. Uh, there's some tall trees and, and a lot of like a lot more foliage and nature than you would expect in like a human settlement, but it's grown out of the ruins of this kind of human settlement. So there's like old gas stations and 7-Elevens and things of that nature and the Atomic Inn have kind of been moved in by all these various animals, but we see now congregated around the middle of the park, loud music's blaring, spotlights going. Uh, orangutans are swinging from tree to tree, and it sounds like there's a very intense rock concert going on. And as you guys approach the town, right, there's a lot of, like, the local police, the local town guards. Given your guys' awesome disguise, nobody's even questions or notices you guys. They just kind of give you guys a wide berth and allow you to get as close to the center of the party as you want. And as you guys pull up close, there's, like, a, a loud, like... Boom, a shot noise, and you see a giant t-shirt gun shooting a like rolled up t-shirt through the air, and some orangutan swinging from from the bottom of the branch, reaching down and grabbing it and like cheering on. Marlin. Oh yeah, what? I think I think we're coming to a party. So I was hoping if you maybe still have your Ash liquid. Ash is in the vehicle in front of him because he's distracted. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> your liquid remember you made uh a concoction before and you called it liquid courage i think i would benefit from that right now because i don't feel very comfortable knowing that we're going to be going to a bunch of crowds Turn oh left. man i i what <laughs> what sorry sorry i'm gonna ask how, how? i just i just hook like a ah! hard left <laughs> all right you hook a hard left over the curb and right in the middle of the park where the party's going on yeah. Oh no! <laughs> and you're rumbling right through the middle of this like intense concert, and people like jumping out of the way, and you hear bodies like bouncing off. Your um, head. luckily you're not going too fast. 
Yeah, I, I didn't know this was a BYOB party, so I didn't actually bring a bottle with me. Hold on, one second, and I'm gonna look. Go, start going through my my pockets and look down. Um, <laughs> Who take the wheel? Somebody take the wheel. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bro, I got Did it. you have anything in your it. speedo what? that could maybe make inebriate me? And I took let a hard right. This party. <laughs> Without looking, I hook a hard right. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Hal, just let me know while he's looking. Right? Um, Adele, can you please make me a, <laughs> a ray roll? Ray roll. For, for controlling this, uh, this vehicle from crashing, because it's right now about to crash into the main concert stage. <laughs> That's a three. My number is four. Perfect. So you barely manage it. So nice. So it's a success. You you swerve. I think you slam on the brake. You actually you tell me how you avoid hitting the concert stage. <laughs> With Hal right next to me, I'll just squeeze into. I weave the tail. Sorry, sorry. We just got raided by Weave the Tail with the rating viewing party of seventeen. I know they ran Raycast just a couple weeks ago. Raycast. Awesome. Heads. Weave the tail. Raycats. So Adele, tell us how you managed to avoid, uh, sorry for interrupting, but tell us how you managed to avoid crashing into the stage with this awesome roll. I'll, I'll crawl on top of Perlin, who's currently bent over looking for the alcohol, uh -huh. grab the wheel, look at Hal, ask for the directions, and then when I need to step on the brake, I'll like kind of like nudge Perlin so that he falls forward and then hits uh -huh. the brake for me. Oh. Thank you! I'm so sorry, but oh. I couldn't reach the pedal. What? Oh, we're here? Yes. <laughs> so here's um, the complication on your success. You successfully avoid hitting the stage and creating a huge catastrophe, but now your van has driven through the center of the concert, right up against the stage, crashed through a lot of people, stopped. The entire concert has come to a screeching halt as every single person here, orangutans, dogs, cats, everyone is staring at you guys and they're starting to like throw food and boo you and tell like scream like like move that damn vehicle this is my nightmare uh oh we gotta okay. go a little bit further and turn left again so we can get around the back of the stage yeah, yeah. go okay. go 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 right. go go right, go hurry hurry go okay, okay left calm, left calm look 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 i'm the driver here i appreciate it all right i got it, I got okay. it. <laughs> All right. I go back to my cupboard. I don't have any liquid courage with me, but I got this pastry. Now here's a very important question. Okay, Grandy? Yeah. Have you ever nipped before? Not, no. Unknowingly, I think. You always have them lying around in the kitchen. There's a rapping right. on the window of a nightstick as this giant oh. orangutan in a police officer's uniform is like knocking on your window and like motioning for you to roll it down like the old 80s style with the little crank hand. <laughs> oh, it, it doesn't go down, bro. It, it, yeah, no, it doesn't go down. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Just Adele, that stuff's better. <laughs> that stuff's better than liquid courage. He's standing Just, uh, right behind you. He's going to want to eat like maybe like this much. All right, Grandy. Right. And then see how you feel before you eat anymore. <laughs> the orangutan like forcibly like opens your door now, Perlin. Whoa, bro. Move this damn vehicle now. Going, going. Damn. 
Who licked your butthole? <laughs> <laughs> what so, a butthole. So, as you pull around, the cop, like, basically follows you around, right? And is, like, walking, and you pull along the back of the stage. He stops, and he goes, License and registration, please? Yeah. Uh, You're gonna have to ask the guys... Uh, the stage manager. Uh, find the stage manager. He's got all our credentials. We're 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 just the tour bus. We're here for the, the yeah. We're, sync we're, the we're musicians. Dance. How about how you can make me a cat roll? This will be our first cat roll of the night. As you're rolling with passion to sort of, you know, passionately persuade this guy away from the truth. Here we go. Normal. I think so. Do you think you would be an expert at? At lying nope. to people? Okay. Let's nope. go with the normal roll. <laughs> six. Yes. A six. That's a success. So so you succeed with a complication. So the six... You tell me how you succeed. Um, I uh, point to the back of the van and say, see, we got all the extra gear back here. Um, it's in it's in ginger shorts, and we got to take it to the band for the next set. So um, if you'll just, uh, you know, let us through, I can get the, I can get the manager as, as ginger, you know carries the gear up for us if the singer doesn't get their pastries man they just start swinging wild it's, it's on their right it's on their riled. it's on their rider man they need their pastries so here here's the complication right the cop does go to to find the stage manager but as he does and he's like looking closely at your vehicle he notices that you guys this like logo for the uh atomic brotherhood that you put on the outside of your vehicle it's like come kind of loose and he stops for a second and he like peels behind it and he sees that you guys you see that he notices you guys are actually raycats. That's the complication here. But he doesn't say anything. He just continues on his way towards the stage manager, giving you guys a brief moment here to figure out what the guys, hell was the plan. <laughs> guys, <laughs> he, he knows he knows we're raycats, man. Let's, let's go. Hit the gas, man. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's go look around. Oh, I, I did. I didn't want the car to hear me, but we should we should go look around and check this, check things out. Uh, what is, we're gonna jump out of the vehicle, or uh, we're gonna drive away. Uh, yeah. So, so I think at this moment, you guys are pulled around the back of the stage. You see now here on the back of the stage, it looks like there's a couple of orangutans that are riding on. They have a motorcycle and they have a sidecar, and you can see now that in the sidecar they've got a big drum of something with a radioactive logo printed on the outside. And it looks to be almost like a very cartoony version of a, like a big clump of dynamite tied right to the top of it. And they lock eyes with you and you lock eyes with them. And the orangutan pulls down his little like goggles and throttles it and starts taking off through town. Follow him. Let's go guys. After I'm going to punch it. Yep. Okay. Uh, as Perlin, Perlin, you're now involved in a sort of high-speed chase with these orangutans through the seats of the streets of BD, Nevada. And luckily for you, it's pretty empty because most people are at the party. But what is your strategy here? There's not a lot to dodge people-wise. But what is your strategy with to close this down and, you know, end this? Strategy. Perlin doesn't <laughs> strategy is... <laughs> You know what? He's gonna roll the window down. 
because the window totally does roll down. He lies down. <laughs> right? He's going to stick his head out of the window. going to close his eyes for a moment. Smell the air. Feel the wind. Open his eyes, but not really focus on anything. Just kind of all let, let it all like unfocus. And just let his instincts take the wheel, man. <laughs> Jesus takes the wheel. You know what? I'm actually persuaded in this moment to let you roll this as an expert cat roll. Because this is actually more or less how Perlin has probably practiced driving. Mm-hmm. And let's just see how and I'm fate... just gonna, I'm, I'm going to try to feel like instinctually where like the best way to like maybe like kind of cut through and cut them off you know okay okay yes. so that's one success um on yep, two dice so you barely you barely manage it so you tell me how it works out in your favor you succeed you're gonna cut them off and you explain to me how you want it to go so yeah i'm, I'm head out the window feeling it and I feel this gust of air, right? And I see that there's an opening down in an alley that cuts through and there's less like clutter and stuff that they have to they have to avoid on the main road. And this alley kind of just opens up and I'm able to go down the alley and just gun it and then cut them off that way. Okay. So the watch, the rest of you guys watch like in horror as Perlin just does a random move and nobody <laughs> knows what's going on. And then right at the end, like literally as you come out the end of the alley, you like they come across and T-bone the front of you. They stop, the orangutans fly over your hood, and the little like oil drum of radiation flies up in the air, and you watch as it like like flies up and it's like in slow-mo as everyone's watching, and it lands gingerly right on the hood of the Ferrari. And then the Ferrari bolt snaps and the whole Ferrari tumbles off the top and crashes oh, into the alley behind you. And the little oil drum of ra- the giant radiation oil drum clamors next to the ground and uh, a green liquid begins oozing out of it. Uh, and the orangutans <laughs> are looking <laughs> pretty rough and beat up as well. Would I, would the green liquid uh, be, be familiar to me after all the books and literature I've read? Presumably. Why don't you give me a an expert level Ray roll? Ray. Ray Let's roll. see how much book learning Ray. you've done. Ray cats. Oh, be... oh wow. My number is four. Ray Double cats. Ray cats. Double Ray cats. Ray cats. That's two success. That's amazing. So awesome. Tell me. First of all, I guess you don't know what it is, right? But you can, I'll, I'll tell you this. You look at it. This is very obviously not actual radioactive liquid, right? For the Atomic Brotherhood, the actual use of radiation and radioactive material, it's like sacri- It's like religious to them. They like bathe in it. They, they worship the radiation. This is not that. This is fake radiation. And it comes to you in this moment as you look at the the dynamite kit and the radiation and all of that, you start to realize, man, this is looking more and more like a setup, like a distraction. These people were not meant to actually blow anyone up. They were just meant to keep your attention off of whatever they're really up to. And now I'll let you ask me any two questions you want. 
Wait, let me... Oh, okay. So, before we started punching it and following them, would I have noticed, like, another car or something else going on on the side before we got distracted with them that could have led to, like, what's really going on or their plot? I think there's a little flashback as as Perlin is, like, racing out the window and you're, like, looking at him, like, what the hell's going on? Your ear picks up a conversation and there's an orangutan behind a tree behind the stage. And as you guys drive by, you hear, like, like the... <sighs> yeah, they took the bait. We're gonna keep him tied up for another hour or so. You guys should be clear to hit the rad zone. Okay, I immediately say, this is not it, this is not it, that's fake. Whatever it is in there, that's, that barrel, that's not it. They were trying to distract us. I don't, I don't know, that dynamite looks pretty serious. No, <laughs> Perlin, Perlin, no, uh, we just got uh, distracted. We should go to the rad zone, I heard them. Yes, I heard them. But yeah, but you know I what your master that. says. You never go to the rad zone. Heard, you heard my heart. We can't go to the rad zone. Yes, but then they say the flyer just say that it's going to be the end of the world. And you know these orangutans. Who knows what they're going to do with the radiation? The t-shirt is not important right now. I think. How? What do you think? The flyer says the end of the world. We can always back drive back through the concert, and maybe you could like rip one off the shoulders <laughs> as we go through on the way to the rad zone. I can uh, help direct you through the crowd. You did pretty good last time. Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of, you, you just go straight and then, you know, either people avoid you or they don't. <laughs> I mean, they're not You can wrong. grab you a t-shirt and we'll put it inside Ginger's Speedo. Are we going to leave the uh, Ferrari here or uh, should we pick it oh. back up and take it with us? Oh, man. I don't know if we got time for that, Ginger. The Ferrari guy is like not in a drivable oh. state. <laughs> All right, man, let's go. Let's get back to that party. Those damn Atomic Brothers, man. They stole the Ferrari. Wait, they sent a cat burglar <laughs> to get it? Or a, yeah, that's a what we tell Anne. Yep. So, uh, they were just monkeying around. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the last thing we get here is a shot as you guys drive back through the park, backtracking your way through the concert again. Tell me, Perlin, how do you manage to snag a shirt while you're doing this? Um... Uh, I'm going to try to see where they're shooting, the, like, where the people are shooting the shirts from, uh -huh. and just drive straight towards them. <laughs> <laughs> so you manage to, like, drive right at them. They, they freak out and, and drop the shirt, t-shirt, cannon, and dive out of the way, which allows you to stop the car, reach out, pick up the shirt, cannon, and just take it with you as you peel off. pastry for them in, in the exchange. Oh. I'm like, thank you. Fair enough. Not one of, not one of the catnip. And back through the family picnic and all the, the parents and they're, they're shielding their children as the, the Ray Cats drive through. And I think as you drive through, the last bit of like Atomic Brotherhood paper flies off the side and you're back to your Ray Cats beast of a vehicle driving through the desert towards where you guys know the entrance to the Rad Zone is. And I think that's where we're going to stop and take our 10 minute break. Ray Cats! Go Ray Cats! Ray Cats! So we're heading to the Rad Zone, guys, the place where the you guys were never supposed to go. As we know it. <laughs> what sort of crazy Rad Zone antics will we get into? We're going to find out in just about 10 minutes. So hang in there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's currently 8.52, so we'll be back right around 9.02 Pacific time for more 
Silly shenanigan Raycats. Raycats. This is very serious role playing going on, Steve. (laughs) That's right. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) We're back on Raycats. Let everything load in. Raycats. I think Gingerton. Mike, you still fixing your camera? Yeah, that's that's on my. It's not on my end, right? Yep. There There we go. go. So we are having a lot of tech issues tonight. I don't know what it is, but. It's the 80s, must be the rad zone. Must be, must be the uh, yeah. radiation we're running across. Yeah, I think you're right. So, when when we last left off before our last commercial break, before we went to all the G.I. Joe and He-Man commercials, uh, we came back, we come back, and we see our vehicle tearing off towards the one place that you guys know you're not supposed to go, and that is the rad zone. Do-do-do-do-do. So. Rad zone. Yeah, so the vehicle's tearing off. It's approaching this rad zone. And actually, um, no one's ever been here, right? You have no idea what to expect. You just know that you're not supposed to be here. But I imagine many of you have thought about potentially what the rad zone entails. I think that's the conversation we pick up on. Like, you know, the what the sort of like, what's what do you think's in the rad zone conversation as you're driving towards it? Because it takes, you know, a good 10, 15 minutes to get there from town. So let's have that conversation real quick as we transition into the next scene. Yeah, I swear. I heard it's just full of pizza. Pizza. Is that rad? Like, I, I, I hear you say that all the time. Does that mean it's a good thing? Yeah. Maybe? Like, you know, like, like it's so much that, like, you're not even supposed like, it's rad, right? Like, that's, that's why, I think that's why they say it's rad, you know, like. Yeah, that's why they call us rad cats, because we're, like, rad. I read in one of my books that if... Books? <laughs> books that if you get too close, you actually start melting. The skin melts off of your skeletons. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that, like I said, that's why it's full of pizza, right? Because, like, the cheese melts so nice. Uh, that makes sense, man. Yeah. Berlin's making the most sense, which is scaring me. Is I that can, what your book said to I understand what he's trying to say because it's microwaves. The radiation, it's like microwaves. That's why the No, pizza, I heard they're like the pretty big pizzas. Melts. Oh, have you read? Oh, you should hear this. One time when the humans thought that this would be interesting, they came in here ill-prepared. They came in here, they thought that the suits that they had were going to work, but they didn't. So we might a- be able to see some of the remnants of, of, of the humans that were in here before, like their skeletons, the bones, the, the, the clothes that they wore that they thought would protect them, but they didn't really protect them. What? Yeah, no, did totally. You, did you know the humans actually owned us before? They did? Like what? our ancestors. That's how I got my name, is because of a human. I mean, I heard they're like only like they didn't even glow. So, like, how could they own us, you know? Because they could talk. Apparently, we couldn't even talk before. We could just meow and purr. <laughs> Isn't that... I think that's fake. That's why it's really hard to believe what you re- what you see in the... Oh. And that's why it's really hard to believe what you see on the books. Yeah, no, that's why I never read... But it's also very interesting. Um, yeah, and then I, I, I take a picture 
of like this pinup cat that I have on the console, like taped, and I like it's actually covering the gas meter. <laughs> so that's why I never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Whoops! Oh, there's a problem. Those damn apes must like siphon some of our gas. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Can you go faster? No, we can't go at all. <laughs> Ginger, well, do you know where do you where you put the gas inside the beast? Uh, yeah, I know where to put the gas. Uh, where do you put the gas? Yeah. Can anybody load some gas up in the back? Maybe so I knows. I mean, if I eat a few more of these pastries, I'm sure I can get some gas. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I think uh, we could uh, siphon some of the fuel out of uh, Emil with the Uz Ferrari and put it into this? Or is it like take a certain kind of gas? Oh, same gas. Let's do it. Uh, okay, here. Let me grab, let me grab uh, this hose in the back and uh, let me, let's, let's. Uh, but let's it took us it. an hour to get back from where they distracted us. Well, you look out back and you realize you've been dragging the Ferrari for like oh, never mind. all these oh, miles. In the I thought desert. we were still with the Ferrari. I got you. So it's, uh... it, it's still attached to your vehicle, but it's, <laughs> it's now like basically like a very, very crumpled piece of metal uh, no. being dragged across the desert. Hey. Man. As long as there's Son gas in it. It's got gas, man. Let's do it. Let's let's uh, let's go. They, re they really went ape on that, uh, that Ferrari, huh? It's too bad. <laughs> I can't believe right, it. guys? Yeah. Can't uh, believe yeah. it. I'm glad so, you... Gingerton, why don't you give me... Your gearhead, you can give me an expert-level ray roll to use your logic and reasoning and tools to find a way to siphon this gas into this vehicle. All right. Well, that was only okay. one dice. I said you could make an expert, but you didn't. But that's fine. You still got a success, so we'll roll with it. But I clicked it, but I guess I did. Um, so it's a success. You barely manage it. <laughs> Tell me how you do it. I take uh, so I take the hose, man. I, I put it in the Ferrari, and then I start sucking it. Get some in my mouth and <laughs> spit it out, and I, uh, I stick it in there and fill the gas tank up. Okay, yeah, so so you managed to do this. You managed to get enough gas to get you guys moving again. I think the complication here is... What would be a good complication for this moment? I guess it could be a cost, right? I think the cost here is... You break your favorite wrench in the process. Oh. Man, I can't having a hard time holding on to it. It was really slippery, and it it I just. Understand why everything's so slippery? Your hand slipped, and you like hit the jagged metal that cut your hand, and in anger, you just like kick the wrench and busted. Damn it! Oh, those fumes from that gas, oh man, I'm feeling kind of loopy. But we're back on the road. Never want to cross the streams, bro. Never want to cross the streams. You're gonna get the spins for sure. Well, it's 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 worse than those uh, muffins I had, man. So as we, we we get back up, I mean, you didn't get a ton of gas out of the Ferrari because like this thing holds like a ton of gas, and that did not have quite as much gas, but it's enough to keep you moving towards the rad zone. As you approach, you see a sign, and it says uh, Yucca Valley, and then it says like 
radiation zone, but all that is left is the rad because the aviation part has like fallen off over time and you can see like barely where the letters used to be. So it's like Yucca Valley rad zone. And you pull up and what you actually see before you is not what I imagine most of you expected, maybe Perlin, but you're basically, you basically see this. It looks like a giant sort of, it's like a skate park track sort of course starting at the bottom of the sign that says rad zone. And it looks like it, it heads down the hill towards a small settlement at the bottom. And it's very steep and very dangerous. Oh, see, this is rad. That, that looks like fun. It's at this point when you see, standing perched on top of the skate park, a weird goat-like creature with big horns, long shaggy fur, sort of a tie-dye baggy sweater, and a skateboard. And he's all, sup bras? What's up? Well, what, what are y'all doing here at the Rad Zone? Just chilling, bro. What are you doing? Chilling, bro. Nice. <laughs> right on, right on. Yo, like, did you see some like, like not so chill, like apes coming through here anytime recently? Like just total vibe killers, if you know what I mean. I mean, like the Brotherhood. Yeah, man. Man, they always give me, like, they always harsh my vibes, you know? Yeah, they're... They come through here, like, once a week, and it's like, dude, just leave me alone. So they're here a lot, yeah? Yeah, bro. Man, it's a bummer. You know, I wouldn't expect it out of them, but they can shred the hell out of this course right here. Nah, not them. Shut up! Do like they come back out with stuff? Like I heard there's like a bunch of rad pizza here. I've heard that the radiation of the desert makes the pizza cheese nice and melty, brah. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, like brah, that's like not that's not in my cards, you know. Like, my job is to sit here and guard the rad zone. Uh... It's like my my birthright or something i i don't know what it's like no whatever way. we guard the rad zone too Nah, shah yeah Bruh. it's like we're brothers no different a different like biological parent progenitor person like if only there was a word that rhymed with that that would have thick yeah that'd, that'd be perfect. Cool. that'd be rad shah but like, yeah, like, are you trying to go in? Like, I mean, I gotta tell you, bro, you can't make it in unless you can prove to me that you can shred, because that's the only way I can let you in. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna shred either way, but if that's the only way we get in, then like, the shredding I will do. Yo, have you ever nipped before? How a bunga, <laughs> Shaw, man. Yeah, I have a. Like uh, up up here in the little shack, I got this little uh, 
bakery, I like to make little pastries and put like little goat nip. I got alfalfa. some. Uh, I got, you, got, you got alfalfa? Uh, I got a few different varieties. I got some goat. Uh, never mind. You don't want that one. Um, uh, I got some blueberry. You ever had blueberry, bro? Shaha. No, no. But like, I can imagine, you know? I'm not really sure. I've never had goat nip. I've had catnip, but like nipping's nipping, you know? So yeah, like you know, the man always tries to tell you not to 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 nip, but it's just they don't want you to know. I mean, we're like on a different level than everyone else, man. I mean, yeah. if you followed all the rules, then you know we. I wouldn't be in the rad zone. I wouldn't have met you. I like at this point the camera pans over just a little <laughs> bit to the three of you guys just standing there, like with your jaws like down, just like watching this conversation unfold. Wait. Hey man, I think that uh, that might be your brother from a different mother, man. Mother, that's the word. That's the word. That's the word we were thinking of. Right. So, brother, um, yeah, we really gotta like go after that those brotherhood um, goons, man. So, you got like an extra board or something? Because we like it's. I don't know. There was a flyer. Oh. How many t-shirts are in the cannon? One. (laughs) You know what, bro? (laughs) We went to this party. Kind of cool, actually. But uh, there's this little thing about like the end of the world or something. I'm not really too sure, but we got this t-shirt. I think it'd be pretty rad if you had it. Sean, for real? Yeah. He takes the shirt and holds it up. And it's like orangutan size, so it's like four sizes too big for him. <laughs> but he holds it up, and he gets like tears like welled up in his eyes. Bruh. No one's ever gotten me anything before. Well, you know, that's what brothers are for, man. Like, But like, we really got to go after those, like, you know, doofuses, so. Uh, he, like puts himself into the like shirt right so it's like hanging down it's it's like when you were like a little kid you would wear the long night shirts to bed and it went all the way down to like your knees that's what it looks like on him right just swimming in the shirt and it's like atomic brotherhood like end of the world party you know it it, he's he's like shaw bro you know what you don't need to prove anything to me this proves everything to me righteous go on in enjoy right so like if it is the end of the world it was it was cool to meet you bro <laughs> right on i mean i'll see you in the next world right or i mean maybe oh, maybe we knew each other in the last world anything's possible man i wouldn't be surprised bro all right keep shredding Awabunga, dude and i'm gonna get back into the beast and yeah. That's what so, we'll go, man. You still have to drive down this steep Oh yeah. crazy track, only you can do it in your car instead of your skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is even though you're low on gas, it's like downhill momentum, right? <laughs> you guys ready to shred? So I have a question though. Um yeah. Perlin, 
Uh, you kept calling his, him his brother. You guys don't look anything alike. Are you guys like paternal twins or something? Oh, man. I think we were. Yeah. All right, cool. That's actually very <laughs> possible because at around 2050, the, the humans actually and began cloning <laughs> <laughs> and mutating everything. I could tell more. Like at a certain point, like when Adele starts like going off, uh, like like Perlin's eyes after a few minutes just kind of glaze over every time. Like, <laughs> so what I'm gonna say is this is definitely gonna be uh, a this is not a ray roll like a normal dragon. This is definitely a cat roll that Perlin's going to do. But I'm going to give each of the other cats, Adele, Hal, and Gingerton, a chance to help in some radical way because we are in the rad zone. So can you explain to me, guys, how you're going to radically help this trip down, right? It's got high banks. It's got, like, loop-de-loops in some parts. It's got, like, air gaps you jump. You guys got to help Perlin navigate this in a way to make sure you guys get to the bottom without losing your vehicle. I'm going to say that Gingerton's going to get out, get his crystal tools, and I'm going to get underneath this vehicle, and I'm going to start trying to get it lower. So... Because right now it's pretty high, right? So I want to get this thing as low to the ground so when he shreds up around these corners and stuff, we're not just going to flip over. So I'm down there with my tools and I'm I'm working on the suspension. Perfect. That is definitely going to be an expert cat, no, an expert ray roll as a gearhead. So that's one success and one failed. So you, you managed to barely succeed. So you manage to do exactly what you said, which is like lower it. You are lowering it. You lower the vehicle properly uh, and you get it going for some nice shreds. And there's like a little fast forward kind of thing where at one point you start losing it over the edge. But what happens is uh, miraculously because you've lowered the vehicle as the bottom of the car clips the coping of this like heavy turn. There's like it hits like a grind and sparks start shooting out. And then you guys do this awesome sort of slide and regain your footing and hit the bank and pick up a lot of speed as you're heading down. And the lowering of the vehicle definitely helped. The cost and the, I think the the complication and cost here at this part is on the right-hand side of your vehicle, some of the heavy plating has like gotten shunted off the side. All right. All right, Adele and Hal. You guys have anything? (laughs) I think... Maybe yeah. When we start going down this way, um, we, we we all stand up in the middle, and then I'll tell who to lean left and who to when, when to lean right, and then we when we go down, we can give some momentum to him and move back and forth. I'm telling you, you should sing for him, like rolling in the deep or something. It is. It is part of of, of Adele's song. It's just there's so many people in here, Hal. You know, I only sing it when it's just you and I. Uh, that's okay. Maybe uh, they would enjoy it just as much as me. Left. So right. you guys want to do that shifting of the weight thing? Left. It's like in the yep. movie Speed when Kennedy's like, everyone on this side of the bus. Yep. Adele, eat that, eat, eat that pastry. It won't, it won't matter. You'll sing. You'll be happy. Let's make it. I already a, one. I'm guessing this is more of a logical Ray roll. I don't know if you would contest that you have expert in, some, in this kind of thing. No. Then let's roll with just a single die. The one success. So here, here's the success. As you're guiding the weight shift back and forth, you do great. You're going to add another die to Perlin's sort of uh, roll going down the thing. Here's the complication. 
in the shifting of your weight back and forth, your foot hits a Crisco puddle spilled earlier by Perlin uh-huh. when this entire side was was happened. You slip and you actually tweak your ankle and now you have a hard time putting any weight on your left ankle, which means you're kind of hobbling around here now. Didn't break or anything, just a, just a severe yep. twist. All right, Adele. I'm gonna go through my archives, uh, specifically the ones talking about the efficiencies of truck drivers that travel through dirt roads and narrow roads, mainly in China. And uh-huh. then I would like use those to give tips and like help guide uh, Perlin on his drive, especially when it comes to the banks. Amazing. That's definitely an expert Ray roll. Ray roll. Ray. Ray roll. Rolling with Ray, that would be Ooh. Ray cats. Two yeah. successes, and you get a Ray cats question. Oh, so that's amazing. So, so that is amazing. You don't even get a complication. It just works perfectly, and you're able Let's to go. to guide Perlin through pure knowledge of conservation of momentum of trucks on dangerous routes in China. Just a <laughs> book that you ha- you read casually on Sunday afternoons, right? Of course. So go ahead and ask me a question and I'll answer honestly. Um, is this the quickest way possible or is the route to where we think the orangutans are going the only way in? You, Looking at the, the tire marks on the track ahead of you that you know for sure they've come this way and based on what you've heard that this seems to be a way they normally come, you're pretty sure that you guys are on not only the fastest route but on the route that they seem to be pretty well traveled and given the efficiency of our travel right now how long like would it be long before we uh catch up to the brotherhood um maybe before i think i think given that you guys had stopped and had to siphon gas which Mm -hmm. really put you guys behind uh you're looking at them probably having a good 30 minute head start on you guys at this point by the time you get to your destination, which you can see presumably at the bottom of the hill, they'll ha- you'll be 30 minutes behind when they have gotten there. Awesome. Uh, so Perlin, we already know this is a cat roll because you're shredding the vehicle down. You've gotten two helps from your allies. Two successes is going to be two helps. Or is it three? It was three successes. Yeah, it was three successes, yep. Yeah. So I've capped the maximum dice you can roll in this at three. I don't know if that's actually true in the system or not, but with this UI, it caps at three. Why don't you give me a three dice cat roll? Cat's guy. As uh, as Perlin's, as I'm preparing to, you know, I eat another pastry, another catnip pastry. Sure. I take off my bright blue bow tie, and you actually see it's like a long piece of cloth, and on the other side it's bright blue, but on the other side there's actually like drawings and patterns, right? And it's from this old human anime, right? And it actually says initial D on it. <laughs> and I cover my eyes with it. Oh, again, he's doing it again. And I grip the steering wheel and I feel it. Oh, come on, baby. This would be the and most epic failure of all. I am a cat on the wind. Oh man, here goes Perlin's death. <laughs> All right, three dice, uh, cat roll. 
successes. You Three successes. Damn, dude. And totally. Ju and just like that, I am just feeling every bump and slight turn of the wheels and just flowing with it and with the guidance from Adele of where, like, how to turn a little bit tighter and where to go and hearing the shifting of left and right from Hal. And then with the lower gravity of the beast, I'm able to just... Uh, it's like you said, we're just almost barely going to go off at times, but that lets us go into the other turn faster. So we're actually going faster than anyone's done this course before. And I imagine my goat brother is looking this, oh, yes. looking at me shred this course <laughs> with the beast. He's giving you the devil horns from the top of the hill. Like, yeah. yeah. That's not even possible. That's so impossible, brah. And it's so impossible, as a matter of fact, that this last bit is a huge jump, right? And with Gingerton's modifications, Hal shifting the heavy weight of the entire vehicle towards the back to, to give you launch, and given Adele's uh, trajectory calculations and calculus that she's doing, uh, you guys hit this final ramp so big that you launch up and where there's like a finish line, you guys go through the top of it, smash the finish line sign. And then you see like there's like a spinning plate as the wood like hits the dirt and it's like, welcome to the rad zone. And you guys fly through that bust through this like chain link fence at the bottom and a whole like parking lot and continue to sail for some strange reason, like horizontally across this plane, hundreds of yards before smashing through like a large barn and coming into a skid and a parallel park perfectly between two pickup trucks on the middle of the street. Congratulations, Ray cats. <laughs> we make it. Hey man, that's some that's some pretty good driving, man. Yeah, but the strange thing Tyler, is, are you okay? I saw you slip on the Crisco. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would just. I'm gonna hey. need a hand here. Maybe we stay nearby each other, and you can give me a hand as I lean on your right. shoulder. Did I hear you right? Did you say Crisco? Crisco. Is is that why my tools have been slippery, man? We don't have time for this, Ginger. The world is going to end. We got to go. I'm thinking something go. wrong. And I've been thinking something's been totally wrong with me this whole time, man. That's fucked up, buddy. I thought you were my friend. Well, the interesting thing, too, here, Perlin, is as you're saying that, right? You're looking out the window. You weren't sure what to expect at the bottom of a rad zone, but this might be the last thing you expected. You look up and you see crossing the street in front of you because yes it is a street and yes you are parallel parked in a parking space and yes you've just crashed through a barn you found a living settlement here at the heart of the rad zone and not just any settlement these creatures are strange they have very little fur on their body just on the top of their heads there's a small ugly one uh only about two feet tall holding some sort of like weird treat which we would know as an ice cream cone licking it looking up in your window at you perlin could it be oh these are some ugly looking apes bro are they <laughs> are they is it are they is it the the books the books that i keep reading is it the humans they're definitely not books 
for sure they're not books. <laughs> no, is it a personification of the of the things that I see in my books? Are they the humans? How could it be, man? The humans died long time ago. There's no humans. I know. Uh, let's go check it out. And Hal's gonna impulsively go look and like click on his ice cream and then check his. Oh, I've only <laughs> seen them in books. Oh, this is amazing. It really, really is. <laughs> it is definitely chocolate chip ice cream. I don't know if Hal would like that or not, but you stole an yep. ice cream from a baby. Congratulations. The mom takes the baby and runs away as you steal the ice cream from the baby and start licking it. Um, you've walked into what almost looks like a weird sort of snapshot of like a 1980s, a mid-1980s rural community. Uh, I think the interesting, one of the most interesting things, Adele, is there's a, a sort of house right where you guys have parked and there's this weird sign in the front. It kind of looks like it's got red, white, and blue colors and this weird sort of wavy motion with these stars. And the big white print says, let's make America great again. I've seen this in my magazines before. That doesn't really sound like it's a good thing. It was oh, bad but... in, in my literature. If you think about it man like those orange orangutans like you said it's kind of like a bad like suntan dude i saw that in the pictures too there was like this guy he looked like he had a really orange skin and he had america make america great right by him i mean i was going for the ronald reagan 1984 version of the slogan but we did <laughs> bring orangutans into it so maybe that's where we're going <laughs> and they were and they're orange and they're like uh bad suntans I can, either confirm or, I can either confirm or deny that's where I was going with it. <laughs> You're um, making a lot of sense right now. And given all of this that we're seeing, this is a bad omen. I don't know, man. Rob was full of shit. I don't see pizza anywhere. <laughs> uh, there is um, a cross town, Perlin, towards the center of the town square. You do see a sort of nondescript building with a big sign and the letters say P-I-Z-Z-A with an arrow pointing down into the store across town. Well, at least not as much pizza as he said, for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, as, as you guys try to piece together what's going on here, uh, you hear not not cheering, not a party, not a concert, but you hear a very commanding voice kind of echoing amplified in some way through this town as uh it feels like there's some sort of rally going on some sort of crowd gathered somewhere near the heart of town could be the brotherhood remember uh, the radiation is their religion mm, let's go check it out can i can i look at anything that seems like out of place for like any signs of where they might have gone? Uh, yes, and you can go ahead and make me a. <laughs> a uh, this is gonna be a ray roll. Damn it. <laughs> nope, I want to see a ray roll from Perlin. Because <laughs> I want to see where you end up. That's a five. That's a failure, so why don't you tell me what goes wrong? Um, yeah, so I'm. I don't even know what I'm looking for, really. And yeah, I'm, I'm just. I'm just looking for other tire tracks. So I see tire tracks going to the pizza place. <laughs> I knew it, man. 
They're going for pizza. They're going for the za. I think the complication here is that everyone else is so engrossed in what's going on and so enamored with this situation that Perlin wanders away without anybody noticing that he's gone missing. Oh, no. And so Perlin is just split off from the rest of the group and has made his way to the pizza joint while the rest of you guys are kind of investigating the situation. And you all look around and go like, Where's Perlin? Yeah, he's just gone. Thought he was, uh, thought he was right behind us. Oh. Where'd he go, man? No one saw him. Oh, no. I think there's like a cling, cling, cling as you wander into the pizza Hi, place. I can't hear you. You're too far. <laughs> like, Cat's got his tongue again. And Perlin, uh, he looks up. At the, like, the guy behind the counter, like, like washing the dish, just like looks up, looks you up and down, looks really confused, like, uh, what can I do you for? Oh. Ha <laughs> Um, I was here for something. That's back to the rest of the crew. <laughs> what are the three of you guys doing? We're looking for Perlin. Oh, are you looking for Perlin? Can we look for Perlin? He got us here. Well, Might as well. We should, but let's go see what's going on with this rally first. Let's uh, let's go see what's all the hoot and holler. All right. Now we can go find him. So now you're torn, Adele, because Gingerton's trying to lead you towards... You know the the crowd and the noise, and you want to go off and look for Perlin, and you feel kind of pulled between these two, uh, like choices. Uh, in a moment of courage, Adele just yells, "Perlin, where the fuck are you?" <laughs> Perlin, Perlin. Yeah, we better Perlin. go find him. You know what? You're right. He he's gonna get in trouble, man. God, he's always getting in trouble. Let's go I'm find him before. I'm trying to find, like, I'm trying to mediate the need for us to really go to that party or the rally and finding him. So yeah. I think he hasn't been gone long. So maybe he's just right there in the corner. Oh, look at that pizza sign over there. That's got to be where he's at. Why did I Probably not been talking think about that. forever. Harlan! So you're telling me that you can put anchovies on the pizza? Uh, I mean, I guess theoretically, but I didn't say that. You just kept talking about putting anchovies on a pizza. We don't actually serve anchovies. We don't. We don't like them kind of toppings around here. We like meats, like bacon's and pepperonis and good American barbecue wings, <laughs> Doritos, sometimes Cheetos. <laughs> One time I put a Hershey's Kiss. Oh, no, I don't want to eat. I mean, I've heard, like, some of the Brotherhood <laughs> likes that Hershey's ah, Kiss. Ah, more, you cats. Me. You look behind you, Perlin, and the rest of your crew has found you. Perlin, come on, man, let's go. Oh, but, uh, yeah, well, they don't have it. Ginger. Dude, they we don't get have pizza, it. We get pizza later. We'll take one to your brother. Just, they don't even have anchovies anyway, man. Well, come on, let's go. We got to go find out what's going on with the rally over there where everybody's hooting and hollering. Let's go, come on. No anchovies. The there is Cheeto. a very delicious slice of cheese pizza sitting there behind the counter in like the nice display case, but you don't have any. You don't even know what to use for money here. Take one last look at it and be like, oh, they don't know what the fuck a Cheeto is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want. Yo. 
we can do a trade. I mean, I, I could use some dishwashing in the back. You just give me a bit of your time. I'll put you to work, and then this pizza's yours. Oh, I'll get you, man. I'll get you some we cheetos. gotta save the world or some bullshit. Yeah. We'll come no back time. later. <laughs> man, no time, man. Let's screw go. that. Let somebody else handle that. That's not your problem. It is. Goodbye. <laughs> Yo, this place <laughs> you... is weird. They put cheetos on their pizza. What's a cheeto, man? Uh, that's what I, I thought. They, but I'm pretty sure they said cheeto. Now that I think about it, oh. mm -hmm. maybe it's slang cheeto for would cheese. actually be more possible. Pretty impressive, like to get, be able to catch a cheetah, you know. But, oh yeah, he so you say meat. You managed to sit here and have the conversation. Adele drags you guys kicking and screaming out into the street, um, where it seems like cross town. This sort of rally is reaching like almost like a climax, and you can see now. Uh, I think this is the point, Adele. Uh, you're like grabbing Perlin and dragging him out, and you look at your your paws, and you realize now. All of your fur is starting to glow, just a tad. Um, I've read this before. I've read this before. Would I know that it's because of the radiation and how we were made and why we were made? Uh, yeah, I think this is one thing that you guys had hammered into you for sure, as part of Raycast training. Is when you glow, it's because you're near radiation. If there's one thing you learn, this is probably it's. <laughs> Holy crap, Adele, you're glowing. Oh, thank you, Ginger. Oh, I don't think that's, that's a good thing. That's probably the sweetest thing you've told me today. Uh... Bro, good for you. You finally worked up the courage, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known. Oh, you're glowing too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, see? <laughs> I think I think it's... Match made damn, the ride, so... I think it's those pastries that... Uh, Berlin gave us, man. I think that's what it is. I think it's starting to kick in. I know. I could just... You're glowing everything about you right now. Your uh, abs are glowing. It's the sheen. I don't even know if it's from the Cisco. But there's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys oh, begin glowing, which... You mostly know what it means, but... Now the question is, why Why now, right? Probably near some radiation... <laughs> Like, should we, like, tell someone? Like, gotta, you can tell me. Bro, I, I think we're near some radiation. I think you're right. We should go. Like, does it uh, get stronger as we go that way to the left? Let's go find oh, out. That's very smart. You send each one of the four cats in different directions to see who starts glowing <laughs> brighter and who <laughs> starts glowing less. Um, it f you start to easily piece together with your brilliant strategy that... Uh, going towards the center of town where this rally seems to be is making you glow brighter. Right. Uh, let's go. After Gingerton. You you brought the Catlin gun, right? Uh, yeah. Catlin gun. Yeah, I guess all got, we... You guys all grabbed guns, didn't you? Didn't everybody I got the kazooka. Kind of yeah, there's all kinds of arsenal. <laughs> Hope everybody grabs something. Because <laughs> Normally you bury them in your... Oh, your speedo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can see now the apron that he was wearing backwards. Usually you think that's a gun, but it's sorry. just kind of, oh God, it's just a bunch of gun stuff. So, yeah, you guys armed to the teeth begin making your way towards the center of this town. And, and as you kind of turn the corner and you can see, there's got to be at least 100 humans gathered around this sort of stage. Uh, 
everyone's wearing like red, white, and blue, sort of American patriotic gear. Um, and in the center of the town square, there is a giant monument. And this monument is at least 30 feet tall. And it looks like an active nuclear warhead. Man, humans are <laughs> ugly. You look down and you're glowing quite bright at this point. Like, like your a... fur has started to like, like absorb all this radiation. And you can just see almost like waves of like radiation waves coming off of this bomb. It's not only like a, nu a nuclear bomb. Somebody has removed all of the shielding on the outside. And this nuclear core is just exposed. An actual bright green glowing source of nuclear radiation. I think this is right. real, guys. This is not. This is not just. Uh, I think they were serious. Yeah. Um. Let's go have a closer look. Uh, so yeah. as as you guys start coming up, right at this point, on the stage, in the middle of the crowd, kind of like orating everything, are a couple of orangutans, dressed in the Brotherhood. Uh. The the. Atomic Priest, Atomic Brotherhood? I forget what they're called now. Oh, like Atomic, Brotherhood. Atomic Brotherhood. The Atomic Brotherhood. They're all dressed there, and they're like kind of working security, and they seem to be the muscle here, but you realize now in this moment they are not the brains of the operation. Because mm. standing on the middle of the stage, mm. towering taller than everyone, a huge, large rendition, 12 feet tall, riding a giant Velociraptor is none other than your former president if it'll load come here there we go <laughs> hey. ronald reagan right but it's not just ronald reagan it's like a large double-sized human version of ronald reagan holding a machine gun holding an american flag riding a velociraptor getting this crowd on his side as they begin to lower this atomic bomb down into the hole that they've drilled, and he points his machine gun in your guys' direction and says, Those ray cats must be stopped for the good of America. And like all you like turn and these hundreds of like innocent redneck looking people with children and mothers and strollers and open barbecues and beers all turn on you and just like a swarm of zombies begin to rush your guys' way. Raycats, what would you like to do? <laughs> no, 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 don't listen to him. This isn't his first go when it comes to nuclear weapons. This is probably the only time he might be succeeding. No, <laughs> he fucked up this country already before. Here is the know, taxes like, on the middle class. Like the last humans left, right? Because of this doofus. This is the doofus, right, Adele? Yes. Okay. She's super smart. You should listen to her. She reads. <laughs> no, don't do it. What what are you doing anyway? Get away from the get get away from the core. Get away from the core. You're all, you're, you're gonna start melting. Ronald Reagan is also glowing like a ray cat. And he's not real. He's been oh. dead for centuries. He's a ray gun. Get it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so God. Adele, you are trying to reason with these crazy whipped into a frenzy crowd that is fine you can go ahead and make a nice 
single dice ray roll against the oncoming swarm of people that want to tear you limb from limb. Ray roll, ray roll. That's a wound. That is a success. That's nice. Success. So the the crowd begins like pressing in around you and you speak reason and all of them like kind of stop and look at you and you're like but i mean he's not great but the other guy's way worse you know that's very true but he's also dead he's been dead this whoever you're listening to is not even real they stop and they look back at reagan and the orangutans and the orangutans and reagan like kind of raise their weapons towards the crowd using this as a distraction uh-huh Perlin is going to whisper to himself one more time. I'm a cat on the wind. By the power of Crisco! <laughs> awesome. And I'm okay. going to start flying towards Reagan. This is uh, Perlin, Reagan. right? Yeah. And you're yeah. blue colored? Yeah. Okay. So, Perlin. Oh, wow. Look at that effect. Activates your flight powers just, just for shits and giggles. Can you roll me 2d6? Because your flight power will last for 2d6 seconds. Sure. And I have gone and put the flight effect on you. Eight minutes, reasonable. You don't have no way to know how long you're gonna fly, but as you're a cat in the wind, you guys all watch, uh-huh. Perlin busts out and flies up and does what with your flight? Uh, I'm going to try to tackle this motherfucker. <laughs> you're gonna fly over I'm, I'm the gonna, crowd? I'm, I'm gonna try, I'm going after Raygun. Okay. I'm gonna try to knock him off the Velociraptor. Perfect. So you fly up over the crowd and you start going at Reagan. Now you've managed to fly up over the top of these the 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 mass crowd, right? Who watched this unfolding? You can close on them, but here's the thing: the orangutans, the two brotherhood of uh, the atomic brotherhood members that are his like kind of personal bodyguards, are not going to make this easy for you. So how do you avoid the the bodyguards to get at Reagan? So once again, using thinking back to that gnarly shred session. On that course, right? I'm going to kind of let my body kind of go with the wind. And I'm going to try to not go... S- At first, I was going straight for him fast as I could, right? And then uh-huh. seeing them kind of aim towards me, I'm going to start thinking back to that and try to take, like, a zigzag... Like, try to take a non-linear route, right? And not try to make, like, a any sort of sensical path towards him, right? I'm going to do, like, flips in the air and just going all over the place. Okay. I'm going to call this a single dice cat roll. Okay. I don't think this is quite what you're an expert in. You've never flown before. That's a success. Okay. So, you manage to succeed. Uh, what happens is one of the orangutans like lines up like a he's got like a giant like gun with like a net on the end of it and he shoots it at you and it flies in your direction and you're able to like dodge out of the way of the net which shoots past you you get past the guards and you're able to get onto reagan you try to knock him off the velociraptor right you do reagan falls off the velociraptor hits the ground sprawls the machine gun uh sort of clatters from his like hand away from him and you're like, he's looking up at you like, oh god, you're gonna be able to strike me down. Here's the complication: the raptor 
manages to clamp its jaws right on your foot and begins shaking you around like a rag doll. So let's cut back for a second. You've managed to knock Reagan off his his dinosaur. Hal, Adele, Gingerton. I mean, Adele's still like talking to the crowd and trying to reason him down. I think the complication here is that it's working in the moment, Adele, but it's it's very thin. You know, you feel like at any moment something could prompt them to start going back to their bloodthirsty mode. So Hal and Gingerton, what would you guys like to do in this situation? I think Hal would want to go towards the atomic bomb thing. See if he could use this distraction that Purr is uh, creating to see if he can make his way around to get well, to like the... Well, uh, like, Purr and Reagan and the Velociraptor are kind of on mm -hmm. the stage right where the atomic bomb is sort of at this point being, like, lowered into this, like, hole in the center of the town. So you'd have to... You can get there. You're just going to have to push your way through the crowd. And right now they're not acting bloodthirsty. So you're able to, like, push your way through the crowd. Um, and you see, like, one of the, the, the guards... Because this is all happening at the same time, right? He's right. shot the neck gun, but this other orangutan is standing between you and the stage. So how are you going to get past this orangutan to get to the tag bomb? I'm going to yell at uh, at Gingerton and say, shoot him with the Catlin gun. Okay. Gingerton? Pull out the gun and a gun and start shooting him. All right. Can you describe what the Catlin gun looks like? Uh, Yeah, it's... Uh... It's got a, the handle kind of looks like a cat, right? It's got a like cat face. It's all carved out. Okay. And in the front, it's got like six barrels. And when I shoot it, it just, almost like a Gatling gun, it just turns around and each chamber goes in a circle and it just starts firing out these little, little bullets. All right. This is definitely a... I don't know. Would shooting a gun be more of a ray roll or a cat roll? I feel like it's a ray roll. It's like using technology. Precise action. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, precise action. So I think it's a roll. And you're an expert, so go ahead and roll two. Uh, you can roll it. You can try rolling it from the one in yeah, not your I token, but the character sheet. I don't know. Yeah, still. I even pulled up the other another character. Uh, let me roll a second time. Okay, so that's one success. So you manage it. So here's the thing. You open fire with the machine gun, you swing it across the crowd, you unleash on this orangutan. You start blasting him, riddling him with bullets, right? Uh, he's a tough dude, so these bullets don't kill him, but it's like bouncing off, it's hurting him. Here's the complication. In order to do this, you had to tear through this crowd of innocents. And so you've left, you've, you've cut a, a like line boom, through the like, the people at the rally just to hit this thing. So in the, there's like 12 innocent people dead broom, as you do this, but it works. Oh my oh. God, they killed Kenny. Bastards. <laughs> and I think the, the real second complication here, Adele, is seeing this, um, half the crowd begins to run in fear and the other half begin to try to like actually fight you. But Hal, you've managed to, the, the orangutan is, is distracted by bullets, like shielding itself from bullet fire as you run past it. Adele is now has like a bunch of these people trying to jump on her and start like body slamming her. Let's follow Hal for a second. Hal, what are you doing? Get in there. I'm gonna try to get in there and uh, dismantle the nuclear bomb. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you look, right? 
it's it's very much got a core your you can feel your radiation pulsing the brightest you've ever glowed you got this deep sort of crimson purple going on um and yeah you can begin to uh is this something you've you have knowledge of i mean how is it just like you just like i'm just gonna wing it or is this something like how's like i study this let's see you are an investigator right so you can start investigating it's like you know the investigator in the movie like which wire do i cut stuff like that i i i say this is definitely an expert ray roll all right you haven't prepared for this specifically in the moment everyone's too much in their own stuff to help so this will be basically can you figure out how to disable the bomb okay okay one in a five one success yep success so here's here's the success you see a couple of wirings that are common that you've researched before um specifically there are two wires there's a red wire and a blue wire you Uh immediately deduct that you need to cut actually no it's a red wire and a green wire and you deduct that you need to cut the red wire the complication is just at the moment when you know which one you're going to cut Reagan, giant Reagan, grabs you off the bomb and throws you back across the crowd. Boom, and you, you fly back and you land tumbling, you know, eight feet away from the thing as Reagan has regained the machine gun up and is starting to get really angry. Uh, Adele, you're currently being sworn by a bunch of these uh, Reagan supporters uh, who are trying to defend themselves from you guys murdering them. Oh boy, that's so true. Okay, I have a question. Sure. Actually, no. Fuck it. Let's create, <laughs> let's create some chaos. Okay. So okay, with yeah. everyone swarming Adele, uh, Adele is gonna suddenly feel the high from the entire catnip that fucking <laughs> yep. uh, Perlin gave her. So she's just in a panic. She's gonna say, "The time is meow," and then she is gonna temporarily blind everyone. <laughs> Nice. So I got I got an effects for this. This is what happens with Adele. Firework explosion Ooh. of light echoes off of Adele. Nice. Everyone in the courtyard, like the it, it glows as bright as the sun here. And I think all these people, even like your allies, everyone yeah. in this courtyard gets blinded in white light. You hear like Gingerton like. The machine gun like cuts yeah, to the, the side, boom, cuts through the pizza sign across the courtyard, which falls like down. Uh, everyone's like, ah, shit, my eyes. For a moment, everyone except for Adele is completely blinded with a white hot flash. Okay, and then I try and go to where Halas as well and see if there's also something that I can do to stop the nuclear core. Well, Hal has been flung off the bomb back across the courtyard. He's not that far from you now. Okay. I'm gonna continue what you're doing, Hal. What I'm assuming you were doing. I think, I think, yeah, Hal and you, because you've disoriented the whole like area. All these random people are now no longer a threat because they're dealing with the blindness. Uh, you can help Hal to his feet, and how you can tell Adele what you've learned or whatever, and try to figure out your guys' next plan. We gotta cut the red, cut the red wire. Um, here, help me, because I forgot I have to limp. <laughs> okay, come on. Yeah. So they're rushing towards the stage. The camera cuts over a little bit. Perlin is currently being ragdolled by a Velociraptor. They're both blind. 
<laughs> and the I Velociraptor's am... blind. You're blind. I'm going to try to fly straight up. Okay. Take this Velociraptor on a ride. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, give me uh, give me a cat roll. Probably not expert, but I'm fine yeah. with... with uh, with uh, I'm fine with just a straight cat roll. <laughs> All right, you oversized McChicken. Let's see if you can fly as good as your aunt, as as your offspring, huh? <laughs> oh, six! Nice. Ooh. You haven't rolled a ray cat yet, but you keep rolling pretty high. You <laughs> yeah. Definitely picked the right character archetype. <laughs> so, you do against all odds. Perlin is able to drag this heavy giant velociraptor up off the ground take it how high do you want to take it i mean i can't really see so i'm just gonna keep going up. Just gonna keep going you just fly up it succeeds you get it off the ground you guys all watch as perlin and the velociraptor start disappearing towards the sky oh, Adele's the only one that can see this clearly at least everyone else is flying <laughs> clearly here's here's the complication Ronald Reagan, who was blinded, you watch Adele, his eyes have this like white sort of blinding thing. You actually watch as he like reaches his hand into his eyeballs <laughs> and plucks out both the eyeballs and throws them on the ground. And then in his pocket, pulls out like two new eyeballs and almost screws them in like a light bulb. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so he can see again. As you and Hal are running from stage, he's got his machine gun and he's pointing it right at you guys and he opens fire and the machine gun fires like coming through the crowd at you guys, hitting innocence and coming in your direction all the same. Judge to Rafe! Aim for Reagan! Aim, I can't see you. I'm just still shooting. I'm shooting in the same direction. Adele, give me a... Give me a... You and you and Gingerton are not practiced per se, and you guys aren't close partners like you and Hal are. But I'm gonna say, just give me a ray roll as you try to logically aim Gingerton in the right direction here. Just follow my voice as a help action. A two. That would be a success. It is a success. So it's a success, uh, Gingerton. You can make your uh, roll. I would say it would be a one dice because you're blind, but it's two because of the help action. So make a two action ray roll as you, it might even I be a roll cat 2D6 roll. 2d6 off to the side? I, I, would, I don't know. I would think it's a cat roll. Yeah, do a two action cat roll for me. Right. This feels cat. We've, we've yeah. already established canon wise that closing your eyes and letting fate take over is a cat roll. So roll fucking one dice. One. Oh, two and a ray cats? Yes! Fucking shoot, Reagan! <laughs> so, yeah, so Gingerton spins, turns the machine gun. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to happen, Gingerton? Because it happens. Uh, as as the gun's going, it's every time it shoots, it goes meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and uh, hit Reagan right between the eyes. <laughs> so, the, the bullet pierces Reagan's head. You can't see because you're blind, but it hits right through his eyes which you would think would kill him, but you notice like spark and wiring falls out of Reagan's head, Adele. And uh, it seems like Reagan's some sort of robot. Gingerton, you get a question. You can get ask me any question here. Who's Reagan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who is Reagan? Let's just go ahead. And Perfect. That one. <laughs> so there is a conspiracy on 
the internet. Uh, that, you know, a lot of people don't, don't, don't subscribe to slash R conspiracy and they usually talk about really weird things, but there's one that you read that kind of intrigued you, which was the idea that society was being replaced by robot replicas. They could come in and they could put on any skin they want and in inject themselves into society. Maybe Reagan. In fact, yes, 100%. You even read that somebody said that they helped invent a Reagan robot for the sole purpose of taking over the world. Because if they can destroy the entire world's habitat, then only robots will be able to survive. And looking at this, this giant metallic nuclear warhead being descended down a drill towards the center of the earth, you get the impression they're going to try to Dr. Evil it and explode volcanoes all over the earth, making it inhospitable for anyone but robots. So that is who Reagan is, and that's what's going on here. We spin back to uh, to everyone. I think at this point, the the bright light is kind of fading a bit. Adele and Hal are, are making their way towards the bomb. Reagan is at least temporarily stunned, if not dead, from Gingerton's headshot. Perlin is up in the sky still battling with the Velociraptor. Just like, can... oh, get off of me. Yep, yep. <laughs> Hal and Adele, how do you how do you fix this? How do you stop the bomb? Take the lead, Hal. Quick, follow me. We need to catch this this atomic catalyst <laughs> before before it becomes a Category Five catastrophe. Oh, <laughs> all the possibilities. The possibility, nice. <laughs> And we will continue to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make your way. You're you're limping a little slow up towards the bomb. Uh, the radiation pouring over you. There's two wires, a red wire and a green wire. Cut the red. The red. Are you sure? That's what my catalog says. Cut the red. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got the red. With Hal's help, give me a two dice cat roll. Ooh. This will be for all the marbles. You're gonna kill us, or are you gonna save the world? Come on, come on! Go cat roll! <laughs> oh, I failed. We okay. died. You haven't oh. failed all night, man, and then all of a sudden, cut the red I've wire. Been right? Cut rays. the red wire. Yeah. So you go to cut the red wire, and this brings us back to the how you failed, right? You cut the wrong wire, but here's the how and the why, and how it gets worse. Adele, this is a secret you've carried, a badge of shame that you've never want to tell anyone in your life. <laughs> Color blind. Adele is colorblind. <laughs> Adele is red, green, colorblind. And in that moment, you panic, cut the red wire, but they both look the same. And you clip, you go back between the two, you keep, go back between the two, and you clip the wrong one. And, I cut the red! And we the camera comes out, and there's a giant nuclear explosion in the center of this town at the base of the rad zone, and the nuclear cow goes up. I guess the good news is you prevented him from destroying the whole earth, right? And overflowing all the volcanoes. You just killed yourself and the last humans on earth and have <laughs> not. That's true. But we didn't kill everybody. Yeah, but we saved some of the world. The, the, the kind of screen goes phase to black and it's like the end with a question mark. And uh, that's it, guys. That's the end of Ray <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you did it. Sort of. 